supercharged current affairs debate and electrifying opinion. Ian Collins on Talk Radio. I've never done a festival. Look, it's Ian Lee, everybody. Yeah. This is only the second time we've ever been in the studio together. And I'm always, I'm, I'm as thrilled as I was the first time. Uh, I, me, yeah. I love you. I think you're brilliant. But we've met, and like, well, you know this, we, but yeah, we've yeah. met outside yeah, of Get a room. Get hey, a room. Yeah, we had a room. Yeah. See, we've met outside <laughs> of functions, haven't we? We've we met, uh, I think we met a, 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 a party once. And, and the, I imagine you don't particularly go to showbiz parties. I certainly don't. No. So I don't even remember it was. And then I came on a podcast you were doing, and I was a little bit That's right. fanboy uh, starstruck. We've had really? a few cheeky... Yeah, of course there was. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have. No, I, it was, yeah, I think it was maybe your former agents too or something. That was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were, that. what you don't know is there are a group of us, there was me and there was some people I'd worked with who were radio nerds as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And they nudged me, they went, that's Ian Collins over there. And there was a little bit of a... There was a little bit of a buzz going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? yeah, I'm not taking the mic. Genuinely, there was, yeah. Because yeah. I, you were there, Mackenzie was, Mackenzie was there, yeah. Was yeah. There, and, um... I remember thinking, wow, because there's Mackenzie and Ian Lee in the same room. It's un unbelievable scenes happening. You're looking very well. And then we lived together for a few years, didn't we? We so. did live together for a few years. That ended acrimoniously, but yeah, I have well, put the past me behind too. me. Me too. This yeah. is it. I put, it wasn't, when he says me too, it wasn't a me too incident. <laughs> no. But we have put the past well, behind us. you say us. that now. I mean, well, at the time there was there certainly debate. We were experimenting. We were young men, unsure of where we were all going right back in life. Then. Now it's frowned upon. <laughs> Uh, Ian Lee is here. Yeah, so is it a stupid question to go, what's on your show? Oh, it's, it's your yeah. act from 1996. Is that, yeah, yes. didn't I said that to you on Twitter <laughs> yes, a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know. Just, it will, it, usual old rubbish, you know, we're chatting nonsense, I'm not quite Where's sure. Where's the, uh, the moustache? Moustache is gone. I got rid of that. Uh, the beard is gone. I'm not I sure. Was what looking, see, I was really looking forward to that moment. I thought I haven't seen Ian it's for a, a few years. You didn't let so it bed in. When you walk in, the beard's going to be there. Didn't let it bed in. It's a tough yeah. one. The moustache. I've had a doctor put their finger up my bum today, so I'm, I'm guessing. Congratulations. Talk, thank you very much. He said he was a doctor at the bus stop. No, so we're probably going to talk about that oh, a little bit. At the bus stop. I had that at Waterloo Station. At the bus stop. Sorry. Seriously. At I the was station. on the way back. Is this from where you get it done now? There used to be a walk. It very quickly. Walk-in medical centre, oh, Waterloo Station, Mr. Train, and it said, 25 quid, 25 quid, <laughs> go in and have a medical check. That's so good I value thought, for that This sort is of amazing. Thing. Blood pressure. <laughs> Normally a lot more than Heartbeat, that. all the usual things. This the is a brilliant thing to do. I'll yeah. go in and have that. Yeah. And I went in and this doctor said, right, okay, do your blood pressure, everything. And now he went, get on. <laughs> it was yeah. no doctor. It wasn't a real medical centre. Yeah. It was actually boots. No, it was a real, um, <laughs> real thing. And they yeah. did the... the but the it's tennis. all right, isn't it? It's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was enjoyable. How long is it in for? <laughs> no, 30 <laughs> seconds wearing... tops. That's quite... 30 oh, seconds really, tops. Oh, really, that's where it went wrong with mine. I was there for an hour. Ian <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee is here next. Um, I'm back tomorrow, it's, uh, but on Drive, so it's far more oh, well, um, serious. It's a proper show. <laughs> but Ian Lee is here <laughs> on Talk Radio next. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know She wouldn't say Said something wrong now I long for yes 
yesterday Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday of someone speaking utter bollocks and just making something up on the spot, please. Your personal lifestyle. What do you do to... Oh. Hang on a minute. Alexa's gone crazy. Let me just get rid of this. Alexa, try that again, please. Alexa, give me an example of someone your speaking utter li- guff. Your personal lifestyle. What do you do to relax? What do you do to switch off? Uh, I... I, well, I like to paint. Um, or I make things. I like to... What do you make? I make... I have a thing where I make models of... I mean, when I was in like, well, Mayor of London, we build a beautiful... I make buses. You make models of buses? I make models of buses. So they're going to be do, in Downing Street. So, so what I do... No, what I do make models of buses, what I, I make is... I get, I get old... Um, yeah, carry on. I get, I get old... Um, Yep, come on, carry on, come on. I get, I get old, um... Yep, come on, you can do it. What I, I make is... I get, I get old, um... Okay, that is the biggest load of guff ever. And do you know who that man is? He's the man that's going to pull out of the race to be Prime Minister. That's my prediction. My prediction is that guy is going to quit the race to be Prime Minister because he's going to realise... He ain't up for the job. That's what's going to happen. That man is going to quit the way. We ain't going to have Boris Johnson in the way no more. I'm saying that first. Well done to Ross, by the way, for getting that. That's some great... I mean, that, that's been seen uh, 327,000 times. Well done, Ross. That's a great bit of footage. If you've not seen it... it I didn't watch it because I'm not really interested. Um... But uh, it's uh, Ross Kempsell, that's his name, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the political correspondent here interviewing Boris Johnson. Um, and I, I saw it being tweeted and I thought, I don't really want to see it. I don't want... Then my friend Scott tweeted it saying, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I thought, well, if he's enjoying it, I'll have a look. Man alive, it is weird. Just, just a man lying. A man just like making something up off the top of his head. Yeah, it's like, Johnson, have you done your homework? Uh, yeah. Um, so I have been painting buses. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just bullshine. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I haven't got anything for the show today, but I'll tell you a story. So, um, it's great. It's not, it's not as serious a story as perhaps I've been making it up in my head, but I'll tell you where I've been today. So, as you know, I had this stomachache for, let's say six weeks. Should we say six weeks? And I've just had a stomachache for six weeks. 
And there are times when it's okay. The, the, the best, it's uncom- just uncomfortable. Right now, it's just uncomfortable. I've got terrible indigestion, but it's just uncomfortable. It's just there, just above my belly and just below my rib cage. Okay. And at worst, I'll get like sort of these, these hot flushes that last about 10 minutes where I think I'm going to throw up and I get sweaty and I kind of just have to sit there and ride it out. And you've been there when I've had one and so I think I'm going to be sick. I think, and it really feels like I'm going to throw up. Haven't thrown up yet. Right. And, um, the, the, the pain is just generally uncomfortable. It's just, it's just uncomfortable. And, oh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. And, um, for the last six weeks, it's going to be unpleasant, guys. I've um, had uh, my my stools, use the word stools a lot today. My stools have been the colour of a very milky latte. That, they've been that colour, that sort of pale brown colour. And often, I would say about 50% of the time, often the same consistency is a very milky latte. Some of you will know on, on Sunday I was relaxing in my hammock and, 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 and I shit myself. That happened. That happened. I had to go and have, I had to throw away a good pair of pants. Good, decent, brave pants that fought long and hard for, um, for this country. They did everything they needed to do. Aren't your balls normally held back by your willy? Not quite. Well, maybe we'll go into that a bit later on, Catherine. They were, had to be thrown away and I had to, um, I had to have a shower. That's the state I was in. I mean, it wasn't covered in the stuff, but I had to go and have a shower. A mere wipe was not going to suffice. And I've had a couple of incidences where it's got, you know, it's, it's, it's been a little bit wet, damp down there and I've had to go and change. That's fine. That's fine. Here's the thing. In, in the last four weeks, I've lost over a stone. I've lost over a stone in weight. That's, uh, and there's part of me that's thinking, uh, that's great. That's great because I've been trying to lose weight for ages. But now suddenly I'm like the lowest weight I've been probably in about five or six years. And I'm thinking, okay, this is great, but I, it, I wish, I kind of wish it would stop now. It's, I wish it would stop. I've got no appetite whatsoever. I was hungry this morning, actually, but that's the first time in weeks. No appetite. I just eat because, I know that you're supposed to, you're supposed to eat. If you don't eat, that's bad, isn't it? That's a bad sign, Catherine. You'd back me up on that. Yeah. You would back me up on that. Go on, you yeah, I, but I also know that this job, working funny yep. hours, we sleep oh, yes. a long time in the morning. Sometimes it throws yes. your eating patterns off. And so, yeah, when you try and sort of keep regular meal times, yes. even if you're not particularly hungry. Yeah. So, um, and then, and then there was the incident on Sunday where I, I, I crapped myself and I kind of thought, well, okay, that's probably, you know, we'll have a glass. And it is funny. No, at that point, I said you should go to the yeah, doctor. Yeah, you did. And it's funny. It's fine. It's fine. I, I said it, you know, mocks it, kind of semi. Well, I said it seriously on Sunday, but I also said it knowing it was going to get a laugh because it's funny. It's a funny thing. But yeah, you said, oh, maybe you should go to the doctor now. And I, that was when I was thinking, well, maybe, maybe I should. I kind of thought it was a stomach bug that just wasn't going to go away. And then I, c- I couldn't get an appointment until next Wednesday. And then the seed was in my head yesterday. I was thinking, oh, I'm panicking a bit. Maybe I've got terrible indigestion and terrible wind. Or the, my, my farts just stink like, honestly, like nobody's business. It's like, it's like there's a hundred dead rats up my yeah. jacksey. I mean, awful, right? And I know my smells. I know my bark. My butt, my bum smells, right? I know them. I'm familiar with them. I like them. But these ones are horrible. I would find them fascinating if I'm completely honest. I would do them in the car and just think, what is that? But they're horrendous, right? So there's all of that. And then this morning I had to go and do a voiceover and then I came back and, and, and I, I looked online. You can do these um, private doctor's appointments on Skype. And... Uh, and 
I'm in a privileged position. I could afford it. I think it was 30 quid or 35 quid for a 10-minute Skype session with a real doctor, which I thought was, I thought that was fantastic value. If you can afford it, and if you can't get an appointment for a while, then why the hell not? Don't have a problem with it. And they can do prescriptions and things like that and referrals and things. So uh, I, I, I logged into this thing. It's called Push Doctor. Uh, there are other services, but this is this one I saw got a lot of good reviews. And I paid my 30, 35 quid, and I was talking to a doctor within five minutes. It was incredible. And this doctor's there, and we're on Skype, and we're, we're chatting, and I told him everything. And, um, and I said, you know, I, my uh, stools are like the, the colour of baby's poo. And he says, well, baby's poo has lots of different colours. Is it the colour of coffee? I said, no, not really. And then he held up a milky latte, and I went, oh, yeah, no, that's the colour. That's, that's the colour. And when I did that, I mean, I don't know if, if these are, if anyone, I don't know if these are like experienced doctors. He seemed young. Um, he was sucking a dummy. No, he seemed young. He was wearing diapers. No, he seemed young. Um, but he, he, his face kind of went, when I said, oh yeah, that's the colour, his face went, oh, ah, okay, hmm, right. As if to say, oh my God, we got a live one here. This is ain't great. And then I told him I'd lost, um, over a stone in a month. And he was like, aha. And he said, and I showed him where the pain was, and he kind of was looking more and more serious. And he said, You've Googled this, haven't you? I said, yeah. He said, what do you think it is? Well, hang on a minute. No, I know, I know, I know. He said, what, 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 is, what, 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 is, what is worrying you in the back of your head? What do you think it is? And I said, well, of course, the, the thing that comes up with all these symptoms is pancreatic cancer. He went, yes. Yes, they do. I'm going, oh, my God! And then I said, pancreatic cancer's what killed my dad. He went, ah, right. Okay, I can't refer you to a hospital on this service because we're not NHS. I certainly can't tell you that you've got pancreatic cancer because it would involve a myriad of tests, including blood tests and things like that. But what I am suggesting to you is you phone up your GP surgery now and you do your best to get around the receptionist and you get yourself seen today as a matter of emergency. I'm sat there thinking, what the flipping heck? I said, okay. He said, yeah, I don't want to worry you. But if, Too late. If you, were, if you were my patient in a private setting or in a GP setting, I would be sending you off to hospital to get some tests done this week. He says, if you can get an appointment with the doctor today, then I would thoroughly recommend you go and do that now. I went, okay, this is, at, this is at 10 past one in the afternoon. I think I'm not going to, you can't get doctor's appointments for weeks. So I phoned up the, the doctors and I said, oh, I've just spoken to an online doctor and he's asked me to, I'm not going to give you the, like, they give you, he gave me a, like a code phrase to say, like a code phrase that's obviously gets you. And I said this code phrase and they went, okay, we have an appointment in an hour if you'd like to come in. <laughs> I'm thinking, whoa, this is serious, man. So then I panicked and I'm, I phoned you up and I go, oh, I've got pancreatic cancer and stuff. And you very sensibly talked me down. We'll get to the fun stuff in a minute, guys. Trust me. And so then I went to the doctor's surgery and they were running half an hour late. So I'm just kind of sat there listening to the Jeremy Vine show and then the beginning of the Steve Wright show. Oh, my God. The Steve Wright show. Jeremy Vine ends with Downtown by Petula Clark. Steve Wright's show starts with, well... That was great to hear downtown. Not heard that for a while. Anyway, coming up later on in the show, we got Stephen Merchant. I'm thinking, flipping heck, man. It's like the late 80s all over again. So then I go into the doctors 
and it's a, uh, I say young woman, she was in her late thirties. And, um, and I said, I've just, I've spoken to an online doctor and I, I wouldn't, I've never done it before, but he suggested I come in as a matter of urgency and here are the symptoms. I've got this pain here. I've lost over a stone, uh, in four weeks. I've had this stomach ache for six weeks. I've got these stools that are 50% diarrhea and 50% solid. They float. That's a key factor. Cause the first doctor said, do they float? I said, I don't know. And then I went and did one. They float. That's not a great sign. And I said, I've, I've got that. And, um, you know, and, and here's, here's my dad died of pancreatic cancer. And here's my, I'm really worried. I've got pancreatic cancer. She went, hmm. Yeah. Doesn't sound great, does it? And I went, no. She goes, right. What we're going to do is we're going to get you on the table and you're going to pull your trousers down around your ankles and lift up your top. And I had a bit of toilet tissue paper over it. First of all, she checked my chest and she was pushing me, prodding me. And then um, I had to turn over onto my side, pull my knees up. I've, done, I've had a camera up my ass, right? And she said, uh, and I said to her, I'm really sorry for presenting you with my um, backside on a Tuesday afternoon. And she did, I said she chuckled, she laughed on Twitter. She didn't really laugh. She sort of just shrugged it off and went, I don't worry about it. I see it all the time. And, and I know that they see it all the time. And I said, this is, I said, look, I know you do this yeah, all the time. It was your embarrassment. It's a, I said, I said, I, yeah, you know, I feel embarrassed. I feel bad for you. And, uh, you know, and we're going to do this and we're never going to mention it again. And she kind of chuckled at that line. And she did the old finger up the bum. It's, uh, and I said 30 seconds. It takes about 10 seconds just to feel around. So that, uh, and... Uh, it's then, the run-up that's the worst bit, isn't it? Well, she didn't take a run-up, no. <laughs> she didn't take a run-up. Um, uh, but here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, she, she's checking my prostate, which I hadn't asked her to do, and but she did. And it, it, here's the thing. I, I tweeted about it, and loads of people went, God, you're so brave. Getting it. Honestly, it's, it, it takes, it, it's 10 seconds. It's, it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing um, pulling your pants down. But it's 10 seconds. She uses lube and a glove. Uh, and it's fine. It doesn't hurt. It's uncomfortable at most. It's 10 seconds. The bit that was the worst bit was when she said, okay, I'll just give you some paper so you can wipe yourself. I'm wiping my ass in a doctor's surgery. That was the worst bit. But it was fine, and I kind of joked about it, and I wiped my ass, and I put it in the bed, and I pulled my stuff out, and my trousers are hanging off me because I've lost so much weight. I'm on the tightest belt setting I've ever been on, and there's still, trousers are still hanging off me. I've still got a gut, but they're hanging off me. And um, uh, we sat down, and I said, well, that was my prostate you were checking. She went, yep. And your prostate is absolutely fine. There's nothing swollen or enlarged there. That's great. I said, okay. And she sat there and she said, I just need to see what the protocol is in this situation. And I'm thinking, what is this situation? And I'm starting to panic now. And so I said to her, so we sat there for a little bit while she's looking at the protocol, like a flow chart on a thing. If this, then go to this. Yeah. If this, go to this. And I said, I haven't got pancreatic cancer, have I? She said, well... I can't say that. What I can say is, if you have got it, then you're very, very unlucky. And I'm thinking, surely everyone that gets cancer is very unlucky. She's saying statistically, of course. If you have got it, you're very unlucky. But, and they kept using the word, words urgent and emergency. She says, I do consider this to be urgent, so I'm going to rush you through as an emergency. I would like you to go to reception and see if you can get your bloods taken here within the next two days. If you can't get it within the next two days, then you can go to your local Stoke Mandeville hospital uh, and it's like, you know, you take a number and you wait. She said, I would suggest you maybe go and do that tomorrow. I am going to recommend, I'm going to um, 
uh, put you through as an emergency ultra scan so that we can scan your stomach and that will show us if there is uh, a problem in... Wait, in what area did I, where did I say? Where, where, what, 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 what cancer? What cancer? Pancreatic. Pancreatic cancer. She said, that will show if there is a problem with your pancreas. It also show if there's anything else going on there. She said, in my opinion, at this ver- uh, with your age and at this stage, it's more likely to be... She didn't mention IBS, but she mentioned some ki- a couple of things that it could be some irritation or something. She said, but I want to get this checked out yeah. as soon as possible. She gave me a little test tube to do a dump in. I said, I've got to do it in that. She goes, well, it's best if you do it in something else and then decant it into them. You get a little spoon to, to pick up poo to put into a test tube. And oh, like an ice cream one. Yeah, and then you've got to drop it off in the surgery and then I've got to go back in two weeks. Okay. So that's been, that's been my... Day. So now, of course, I'm panicking pancreatic cancer because my dad had that. And you know you know what the treatment is for that? There ain't none. You get three months. Is the thing. I was reading about it. I probably haven't, by the way, guys. I probably haven't. But you know how I like to worry about things. The treatment for pancreatic cancer? Well, if you don't have treatment, you live three months. If you have treatment, you might live eight months. What? So I'm panicking through everything, thinking, oh, my God, this is, uh, this is awful. This is terrible. Um, but it's probably not. It's probably not that. But, of course, I've spent the day... Doing death maths and yeah. thinking, right, well, what, who's, what am I going to do? Great news for you, Catherine. You're going to get my entire monkeys uh, collection because I know that you won't just you won't sell it. You will look after it, and I'll give you the names of some people that I think might want to take it on afterwards. But you're getting that. So that you're this is great news. This is great news for you, Catherine. Yeah. You're getting that. Um, but here's the thing. I guess if there's any point to this, the point is if you're ill, go to the doctors. I should maybe have gone like two weeks ago. Should have done that. If you're a gentleman, I've never had my prostate uh, checked before and I'm really glad I did because, um, it was fine. It was, it was like, it was like 10% embarrassing. It was 10% embarrassing and that was it, really. You gotta remember that, and some people thought it was weird that it was a woman. I didn't care. Didn't care if it was a woman or a bloke. Here's the thing, because I've got doctors in the family. They look at the human body like it's the mechanics looking at a car. That is it. Yeah, which bit's faulty? Which is why you find so many mechanics humping cars. It's the same. It's the same thing. Um, a lot of mechanics get done for molesting cars and putting uh, cameras in their workshops when they're not supposed to. But it's the same thing. So I've got no problem showing a doctor any part of my body, in or out, come and have a look at it, it, you know, it's fine. So men, go and get your prostate checked, you know, you think you've got something wrong, you think maybe you haven't got something wrong, you're over 40, over 45, go and speak to your doctor, they'll tell you whether they think it's worth doing or not, but it's nothing to be embarrassed of. And also, just, you know, go to the doctor, man. Right. Yeah. Um, I've been where you are, not quite the same thing, not, yeah. the, not the same end, but I had a scare when I was in my late 20s. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be the person in the middle of it, right? Yeah. And it's frightening. Yeah. As the person who cares about the person in question, yes. it's really reassuring to know that they are not playing games with this, right? And if there is any suspicion whatsoever, yeah. you are part of a... And that, and that protocol part of the conversation is the important thing, right? Yeah. Even though there are statistical... Uh, factors that would suggest that it's very, very unlikely. I'm really glad that they go and check it anyway oh, and that they yes. treat it as an emergency yes. because, because for some people it will be. Yeah, exactly. Candy says, I sent my husband to get his ass checked. He somehow managed to book himself in for a full colonoscopy. Just a finger. They shoved a camera up my ass, he said. 
I'm still laughing. Well, you may you may be laughing. Um, anyway, so that that's been my day. How's yours been so far? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We haven't really got a lot to talk about because I've been doing that and worrying about that all day. And then Catherine and I went out with um, Greg Turkington for dinner. We had the most charming night. Ah, eleven o'clock though. Johnny Eccles, lead guitarist with the rock group Love, is coming on the show. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio, the radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Do you know what it's the 10th anniversary of today? Go on. The 10th anniversary since I was filming episode 4 of The Persuasionists. Some people might remember it as the 10th anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. But I was filming episode 4 of The Persuasionists. What a night, what a life. What a world. Good evening, James. Good evening. How are you? Um, all right, what you got? Well, basically, exactly the same as what you've had. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> well, talk talk to me, big boy. Since last October, but I've been to um, top nutritionists and everybody, and it's come down to basically a bit of IBS and a malabsorption syndrome where your body doesn't stop absorbing fats and nothing fried, nothing greased, no cheese, or any of that. Sort Whoa, of shut up! You're telling yeah. me that there might be a chance that I won't be able to eat cheese again? No cheese, nothing fried, nothing greasy, nothing like that at all. Plain, plain foods, unfortunately. And a bit of um, uh, all uh, wheat as well. Dairy intolerance, wheat intolerance, the whole lot. I used to be able to eat anything at all, but now nothing. What, what, but what brought it on? Just being old? Do, do you know what? I used to be exactly the same as you could eat what I wanted to do. I used to travel a lot, go all, eat all the time. But it, what brought it on? I don't know. I don't, all of a sudden, literally one morning, exactly the same sort of problem. This Been is not... to the doctors, had, had the test, um, had, had the ultrasound, what you're going to have on your stomach, came up with nothing at all, which is great. Yeah, that's great. Had all that's the other great. tests, nothing at all. I, so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get yourself worried that much because I had exactly the same thing, pancreatic cancer, this cancer, colon cancer, short bell. I, I was thinking all the I'm, words. I hadn't thought of colon cancer. Not, God. It's literally, it's literally your body. If it's so what I've got, it won't take absorb any fats anymore. Hang on, did you li- did you poo your pants at one point? Literally, not not. It would have done, yeah. But I was quick enough to get. To okay, you, this guy's pretty... a sprinter. Okay, all right, fine. I, I think you have been running the gauntlet a bit, Ian. I have been running the John gauntlet a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, how long? How long ago was this, James? It started last October. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, I went straight to the doctors, got referred, did that, everything else. I had the ultra scan within, within like a week. Yeah. Um, everything was the exact same symptoms, floating. It's, sti- it's still not great now, but you just have to keep it. I'd have to be off all, um, anything fried, anything green. But what's the, point of, what's the point of living? I love well, cheese. You, to, you know, if you have a family, you've got to keep, you've got to keep going, haven't you? Keep going. But hang on a minute. If if you were to eat cheese and fried food, what is the worst that would would you die, or is it just you'd just be uncomfortable no, no, and farty? No, just li- just literally exactly what you are. It's like water coming out the other side and it's floating and it's okay, um, uh, you know, just totally on the toilet. I'm literally on a diet now of um, 
um, gluten-free uh, bread, wow. you know, egg on wow. toast, egg on toast. Um, and I, I shed a couple of stone very quickly. And um, it's just, but I went to see, my daughter lives in LA and I went to see a nutritionist oh. out there and they just basically said it's a massive thing which is happening. They put it down to all processed foods for so many years and your body God. just gives up on it. Oh God. How old are you, James? I'm uh, 49. Oh, okay, all right. So we're a, we're a similar age. I mean, you're significantly older, but um, <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You're, you're uh, okay. Well, that's because uh, I, I know I know deep down it's not um, pancreatic cancer because my dad died of it. I mean, of course, we, this is yep. what we do, James. As human beings, as men, maybe as human beings, probably we jump to the worst conclusion. Absolutely. Do you know, I, I, I hadn't been to the doctor for five, six, seven years before that. I was with a bad stone, in fact, choked the horse stood on it. So before that, that was the person I am. So, yeah. you know, uh, as soon as it started, I thought, this isn't right. And it just isn't right. I just, you know, I can eat you, I can eat anything protein-wise, steaks or anything like that, and oh. egg, gluten-free. But anything, go near anything, fried, cheese, anything like that, you know, you're in, you're in, a, you're in a world of hurt, really. Did, and has, you lost a couple of stoners, the weight stayed off. Yeah, I'm up for that. Well. I'm up for that. I'm up for that because yeah. I'm getting a little. I was getting a little bit. Um, you know, I was getting. I was not looking my best. I'm also up for the, the weight coming off. Yeah, the weight's coming off, but it's anything to do with going I mean, high, high in fiber, uh, almonds or raspberries or anything like that. Good apples are good. Uh, bananas with potassium, but anything to do with high fats, anything you know, real butter or real don't, cream, forget it. Don't say cheese again. You've said cheese quite a lot cheese. tonight. Please yeah, don't, please no, don't. No. That's 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 trolling now. Uh, James, thank uh, you, mate. I hope I don't come across no as a whingy. Uh, uh, you know, I was genuinely. I'd, I had a couple no, of hours of terror today. Place, I, you know, I was on, I was on to every every professional in the country trying to get it sorted out, and you know, in the end, you know. It, it is sorted, but it's, it's nice never going to be right. And it is IBS. Well, it's, uh, it's an intolerance of all build-up of fats. I think you're, you know, hopefully you'll be on the same as what I, I am. Hey, nice yeah. one, James. I really appreciate your call. You've put me at ease. No Thank problem, you very much. Cheers, my dears. Cheers, bye-bye. There we go. What a nice guy. Um, I wish he'd stop saying cheese, though. That's, uh, what kind of curse is this? This is karma. This is People talk about karma's going to come and bite you on the ass. Well, this is karma. If I'm not allowed to have cheese, what's the point? There's no life. There's no life. There's no life. There's no life. This is this is this is torture. You can get dairy-free cheese. Mm, no, yeah, no, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. They call it cheese. It's like dairy-free cheese. Yeah. It's not. It's not cheese. It's what? cheese. Well, it depends whether you want to cack yourself. I would be prepared to take the risk for. Uh, <laughs> I know you would. For a bit of stinking bishop, <laughs> I, I really would. would. I really would. I'd wear. I'd wear. Um, I'd wear an adult nappy. To go to a, for a cheese board. <laughs> I know what you're getting for Christmas. There we go, exactly. Get, give me that, for, give me some tenner for Christmas. <laughs> Wipe them on and we get the cheese out. I'm sorted. I can reverse creosote. I, I am, I'm prepared to do that. Uh, last night we had a call from Andre. It's a bit sad, wasn't it? Well, it was concerning in yeah. that he, he seemed a little out of sorts. He yeah. seemed out of sorts. Well, Andre's back tonight. Andre, are you, are you in uh, sorts? Sco- uh, excuse me. Yes. Excuse me. Uh, Ian, yes. right, there's two sides to this conversation I'm going over you tonight, yeah? Okay. First is, the uh, funny side, yeah? Yes. Uh, how, how is the hammock? It's been cleaned. The, the, it's been the cleaned. First thing, the first thing you should have done was took a sample straight in there, without mucking about. I would have. Okay. You would have taken a sample from my bottom? Do it in a... 
something and take it, whisk it straight out there. Yes, okay. well, I, I don't think the doctors right, really like people just randomly bringing up poo. <laughs> jars of Tupperware tubs of poo. Just put that out of the Cartons of table. Cack. There you go. Okay. Right, but uh, I'm not joking, because I'm a bit worried about you. Uh, you sure it's not food poisoning or anything like that? Not for six weeks. No? Well, it could be. Well, You've been in the jungle. Yeah, that was, that was, that was 19 <laughs> months ago. Oh, you know. Um, Slow burner if what, it what is. Could it, what could it be? I'm really I'm a bit worried about it. <laughs> okay. If you're losing weight, you're eating properly, yeah? No, I'm not. You're I've eating got, enough. You're no, not. I've got no appetite. I'm, I'm eat, only eating because... Why didn't why couldn't we go to you first and the other guy that's put my mind at I don't know why ease. you didn't go to him rather than the doctor, Ian. <laughs> well, well, look, you know, the, you know the appointment in the hospital? Yes, sir. Can you get there all right? Do you want to lift? Oh, that, well, well, don't that... move me car, but... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I could do with a lift, yeah. Can you get to Aylesbury? Aylesbury Duck? No, Aylesbury... Oh, there's, there's a joke about that, actually, isn't there? Probably involves swearing. Aylesbury... How far is it away, is it? How far away from where you are? Well, Aylesbury's where I am. It's where I live. Yeah, how far is that from Basildon? Um, I, I, I... Quite, quite let me, far. Let me, let me, well, no, he's off now. more he... than 50 miles. Let's have a look. Let's go to Google Map. Um, we're going to go to... Right, so from Basildon... Yeah, Basildon. Yeah, that'll do. To Stoke Mandeville. Mm-hmm. It is 68.6 miles. It'll take you an hour and a quarter. Yeah, do you want me to take you? Yeah, please, I'd love that. That'd be great, thank you. Yeah, where will you be? Well, I'll be... At the, at the uh, studio... Or where? Well, well, no, I don't live at oh, the... Oh, call me after the show, Ian, yeah? Okay. If you def definitely want me to... Oh, I'd lift, love... Yeah? I, I need you to take me... And from... we'll have a bit of a giggle, yeah? Huh? On the way. I, I, I don't want you talking to me on the way. I'll cheer you up. I'll cheer you up. I don't want you... Yeah, I, don't, I, oh, I don't you farting on the way. Okay. I'm doing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, all right. Give us the buzz later. I'm free tomorrow, yeah? All right, Andre, I'll give you a call later on. You can take me to the oh. hospital. It's very kind of you. All right, you won't forget, will you? You will. I will, I will not... You won't forget, will <laughs> I will All not... Right. I will not well, forget. I look forward to... Um, well, well, text me and I'll sit first thing in the morning, yeah? All right. Now, well, the thing is, I need to go first thing in the morning. I need to leave at um, 8.30am. Oh, I ain't going to get out there quick enough, am I? Well, if you, it depends what time you leave. Um, you probably have to leave... How far the hospital from there? Sorry? How far is the hospital from where you are? It's about 15 minutes. Um, well, I could probably do it then, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah, so if you leave yours at about seven in the morning... Yeah. ...and then get to Maybe my... Eight-fifteen or whatever, yeah? Get, get to me for about 8.30, and then we yeah. can... then we can, As long as I'm by the at the hospital by nine, I want to be first yeah, in the okay. queue. Well, don't forget, text me after the show, yeah? Yeah. But don't, when you get in my car, go to the toilet before you get in. OK. Right? Yeah. I'll take you there. How's that? OK. All right, then? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Right, Texas lady, yeah? Thanks, thanks a lot, Andre. Right, cheers, sir. There we go, there we go. Well, that is, um, that is never going to happen, but it's a very nice offer, and one I suspect was actually, uh, actually genuine. I don't understand his maths, right? Because yeah. he was worried about how long it would take to get to yours. Yeah. But then seemed reassured that it was only 15 minutes <laughs> from yours, so, so it won't take very long then, will it? <laughs> I think Ross Kemp's was all over the front pages. This is what I'm seeing oh, on my, no. my Twitter stream. Good for him. Well I mean, done. It's an extraordinary thing yeah. that he captured. Well done, Ross. The second talk radio on-air talent to make the front pages of the newspapers. 
And congratulations to the team that, that, that did it first. And, uh, and second. And second. And I think probably third yeah. as well. <laughs> we had a great night tonight, Catherine and I. We went out, hang on. We went out for dinner with Greg Turkington. Won't mean a lot to some of you, will mean something to a lot of you. No, hang on, that's wrong. Anyway, he's uh, he's part of the On Cinema show with Tim Heidecker, and I just think he's brilliant. He's also Neil Hamburger, and he, he's doing a series of shows at the Soho Theatre in London at the moment. I'm going to go and see him Saturday. Anyway, I'm a huge fan. and Oh, and I'm doing an event with him on Saturday. I'm doing a free event with Greg Turkington. I think five... Uh, um, Rough Trade Records in... It's like Hoxton area, isn't it? It's, it's East London somewhere. Mm. Do you have a little look where that is? It's free. He's got... Um, there's an on-cinema book coming out, and then he's... I'm doing a and a with him, and then he's doing a signing. Is it Rough Trade East or West? East, I think. Rough Trade East. I think. I, th- I hope... Well, Hang on, let me check. Let me know, because I was heading East. I didn't know there was a West. Um, and... Uh, It'll be, a, it'll be a good laugh. I think it's free. I know it's free. You might have to kind of send them an email saying, I'd like to come, please, if that's okay. And, um, yeah, come along and I'll be there saying hello. It's not about me. It's it's all about him. Have you found it? I'm just trying to find the event advertised. Okay. This is, this is the just... slick machine that Catherine... I don't seem to be advertising it online. Um... Hang on a minute. It's the, I've seen it. Rough trade. Hang on a minute. I will, I will run to you, I will hide for you. Oh, I've typed in rough trade and lots of stuff. Here we go, rough trade. Um, hang on a minute, 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 hang on a minute. I'm getting close, I'm getting close. It's not obvious, is it? No, they've t- they've tweeted it. They've tweeted it. Uh, there's a band called Mush. Um, anyway, none of you are going to come because you guys are squares. Um, where is it? Hang on a minute. Let me look. Rough Trade. Ian Lee. Let's say you find it. Let's say you find it. I'll Rough Trade you. East. Oh, well done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just Google, just Google it yourselves. What we Google? Um, Rough Trade East. Five o'clock, Saturday, come along, Q&A with uh, Greg. You'll be able to ask him some questions. He's going to sign some stuff, uh, and I'll be hanging around in the background as well. If you want to come and say hello, you'd be very welcome. Brick Lane, isn't it? Brick Lane. That's exactly where it is. Thank you. Brick Lane. Uh, so come Anyway, we had a nice evening. Hopefully he's going to come on the show tomorrow night. Thoroughly pleasant and charming Really person. nice man. Yeah. Really nice man. Uh, he told me something exclusive about on cinema that I'm probably not allowed to say because I know Tim Heidecker hasn't mentioned it and he was hinting he had some news um, uh, and he didn't mention it. So I'm not going to mention it, but if you're an on cinema fan, uh, at some point later this year, your mind is going to be blown by the next project they've got. I mean, just incredible. Anyway, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. It's Rough Trade West. Sorry. That's right, we got there in the end. Rough Trade, well, I'm glad we checked because I didn't know I was going to go east. Yeah, I was looking at an old advert. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. So it's ten years since Jackson died. 
Exclusive. Michael Jackson is childlike with a deep sense of peace in the afterlife, ten years after dying, despite child molestation claims, says the Hollywood medium. And you know me, guys. I love mediums. I think they are brilliant. I do not think they are con men. I do not think they are ripping people off. I think mediums are great. I think they do a really good job. I think they do a lot of, uh, give a lot of comfort to people. But even though some of them are massive assholes. Michael Jackson is living a childlike existence in the afterlife, undeterred by allegations of molestation. I hope no one's messing with him then. It's not like um, they're going to send uh, the cops to the afterlife to um, to arrest him and bring him back to life, resuscitate him. Don't you think there are any cops in the afterlife already? This is, what's that terrible film with um, Jeff Bridges? Guy with the nice eyes. That was my gay choice for a while. It was in Am- the remake of Amityville Horror. It's in a film where he's buried in a coffin. Plays Deadpool. Go oh, on, Sam. Go on, Sam. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Thank you, Sam. Terrible with names at the moment. Terrible with names. Um, they play. F- they, him and Jeff Bridges play these cops that go into the afterlife. R.I.P.D. Oh man, that's that's a lousy movie. Have you seen it? It's a lousy, lousy movie. I mean, the, the title gives you a hint that but you have to a, watch it. It's a lousy movie, but it's also a lot of fun. Uh, that, that is the claim of... T- not about uh, uh, R.I.P.D. That, that was my claim. The claim about him not... Jackson not being upset that he's been accused of nonsense since he died. That is the claim of TV psychic Tyler Henry, who tells Daily Mail TV... Huh? Who insists he had contact with the King of Pop in death. King of Pop in death. Henry, 23, oh, I've seen this guy, revealed that he came in contact with Jackson while engaging in a reading with his sister Latoya Jackson on his e-show Hollywood Medium. Oh, well, that was lucky. How about Hollywood Below Average? His insight comes ahead of the 10th anniversary of the death of the superstar, caused by an overdose of anaesthetic propofol, propofol that was injected into his pale, skinny ass in his L.A. mansion by a corrupt doctor who is now known as the Beast Killer. Scroll down a little bit there. Scroll down, scroll down. Henry revealed that Jackson told him he forgave his sister Latoya for being a slut. What? And for speaking out against him for his alleged relation with young boys back in the 1990s. Henry spoke to Daily Mail TV as he walked the red carpet before being honoured with the Hollywood Future Award at the Real to Real Awards at the Hollywood Museum. There's a, the Hollywood Future Award, Real to Real Awards, Hollywood Museum. All of those three things are made up, surely. None of those are real. When he came through, I just remember a deep sense of peace. And it was really interesting. He came across as very childlike, he told Daily Mail TV. A lot of people think of Michael Jackson as moonwalking. Or with a fedora. But when he came through, it was just like a child trying to connect. And he really came across as any brother trying to connect with his sister. So it was just really an emotional special. 
Henry did the reading before the release of the HBO Leaving Neverland documentary in March, which interviewed men who claimed Jackson molested them as children. However, Henry did touch on the subject of child abuse with the dead star and father of three during the reading. Hang on a minute, let's have a little... uh, Can we listen to some of this? You're going to let us uh, listen to some of this? No? Come on, internet. Here we go. He's acknowledging that he should not have been left alone at a time when he was left alone. And that's coming in. And that's what he's putting a lot of emphasis on. The person who should have been there to monitor wasn't monitoring. And it's like, I trusted you to be there. I trusted the role that you were supposed to have to help me. Right. And you left. And it's like, of all times, you should be right here. Did something happen while he was abandoned? It's an interesting thing with this because the... Don't cut it! Latoya Jackson doesn't look anything like Latoya Jackson. Sorry? I don't know what that is. Um, in 1993, Latoya gave a press conference where she questioned her brother's relationships with young boys, but she later insisted that she was under the influence of her abusive husband, Jack Gordon, and apologised. Henry touched on whether her brother felt any anger coming from his spirit. The 20th, Henry touched on whether her brother... Henry touched on whether her brother felt any anger coming from his spirit. The 23-year-old said, no, it was interesting. He actually communicated to Latoya in that reading that some of the comments she had made around the time that these allegations were brought forward might have been in jest, or she just might have regretted, and he communicated an understanding. What a load of old guff. Let me let you into a secret, young man. You cannot talk to dead people. Well, you can talk to them. They can't talk back to you, because that's it. Once you die, you're gone. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry that some people get a lot of comfort for this but also some people get their um, ripped off mercilessly and get given false hope by the charlatans who go around saying oh yeah I can talk to dead people oh I can talk to dead people for you I'll, 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 I'll talk to dead people for you not a problem at all it's a load of old balls absolute load of old balls um, Henry met emotional Latoya Jackson for his show to learn about the final final moments before her brother's death. During the show, Henry recalled how upset Jackson was about his medical treatment by Dr. Conrad Murray. Oh, he's acknowledging he should not have been left alone at a time when he was left alone. All right, fine. Oh, what a load I mean, of old... We could all guess that, couldn't we? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like sometimes when you get these royal correspondents on and they'll be talking and filling time on a royal wedding morning or something like, I imagine the Queen is having her breakfast. Just guessing. Just guessing, and the person on the other end of it is never going to contradict them. Well, Mike, with the, I noticed that Ian Collins had—is um, it Richard Fitzpatrick or Fitzwilliams, who we had as a royal correspondent in three counties? When I was um, a BBC WM, a local um, radio station in, in, in Birmingham, um, and we were on the day that it was looking likely that the, the William and uh, the late Catherine were going to have a baby. I think it may have been. It was the second baby. I think, and we were, everyone was, I was just playing, please to God, it's a three hour show, don't let it be during my show. And it happened during the show, and the person that ran the station phoned up my producer and said, why haven't you got a royal expert on to talk about it? And he came in and he said, we've got to get a royal expert. And I said, but they're just going to, I said, okay, fine. So he phoned up this Richard Fitzwilliams Fitzpatrick, he's a really nice guy, Fitzwilliams. Um, is he called that because it sounds like Prince Williams? <laughs> and he's a really nice guy. And we phoned him up and he came on and the baby had just been born, right? And I said, well, Richard, um, it's, uh, everyone's royal watching, everyone's looking and it's out, it's, I think it's out, 
if, if anyone's got the audio of this, I, please dig it out for me. I know it exists somewhere. Um, and it's a girl. W- what does that mean? What does that mean in terms of, you know, who's next in line for the throne? Well, Ian, it's interesting you're saying that. The speculation is that it's going to be a girl, but no one actually knows it for sure. Now, if it were to be, I said, no, no sorry, Richard, no, it is, it is a girl. Well, Ian, you, yes, the speculation has been that it will be a girl, but we will not know for sure until it's been born. And I'm thinking, one of us is wildly wrong here, and I don't know who, and the news is, the news is on, and it says Royal Baby Born. I said, Richard, I'm really sorry, I'm a bit confused, because I've got no interest in this story whatsoever. Has, has the baby been born? No, Ian, I don't think the baby's been born yet. It is due to that. I said, Richard, can you do me a favour? Have you got a telly near you? He was, like, nearby. Have you got a telly near you? He said, yes, I have. Just look at the telly for me, because maybe I'm reading this wrong. Well, Ian, it would appear that the royal baby was born while I went out to the bathroom. And yes, it is a girl. And what this means for the... I just thought, this is just an old dude who's watching telly, who doesn't... And it was hilarious, right? And then we did a phone-in about what should you call the royal baby, and people were phoning up with like names like um, She-Ra and stuff like this. And it was funny. It wasn't that funny, but what was she going to do? And um, I got the rollicking of my life from the boss, Sarah, uh, at WM. She phoned up the producer, and the producer came in and said, yeah, we're in a bit of trouble. And I was like, okay, okay. And I texted her afterwards. I phoned her up afterwards and said, am I in trouble? She goes, well... I think you handled that in a completely insensitive, inappropriate way. This is not, this is a really important story, and this is not the way I want it presented on my station. I said, okay. I was playing a little bit of the subservient role because I wanted the job, I needed the job. I said, okay, but I don't think this is an important story. I think I treated it with respect. I could have gone a lot further. We got a lot of calls. I think it was a laugh. Ian, I'm really disappointed. Okay, fine, mate. So. And two weeks later, the head of the region, so her boss that's in charge of all the stations in that region, charge maybe eight stations, came over to me and I think, oh God, this is it. This is game over. Ian, I need to have a word with you. I just want to say, I listened to the output of all of the stations in the region and what you did that day was by far the best. I thought it was it was exciting. I thought it was dangerous. I thought it was funny but respectful. I thought it was completely different. I've been taking a tape of your broadcast to all the other stations and playing it to the station managers saying, I want more of this. Uh, and I think it was great. I said, oh, right. Could you have a word with Sarah? Because I got told off for being disrespectful. And he couldn't believe it. That's what I was dealing with at the BBC. Who cares about the royal baby? Who cares about these, these other people in this house that's had 2.5? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I tell you what I care about. I care about the fact that t- for a couple of hours today, I thought I had eight months to live. That's what I care about. I care about my kids. I care about the fact we went out and had a nice meal with a really nice, talented, funny man who looked at us and treated us as equals. I care um, that I'm going to go home and see my cats. I care that tomorrow I'm going to go and sit in a hospital for three hours waiting to have a blood. That's what I care about. Who cares that, um, that Harry and Meghan have had £2.5 million spent on the mansion? Who cares? Who cares? We've been told we need to care about this. None of it is important. None of it is important. What's important is the people that you love. What's important is having, is eating good food if you can if you can eat it, if you can digest it. What's important is watching good movies and having a laugh and watching sunsets and seeing owls fly. That's what's important, isn't it, Catherine? I think so. None of this other nonsense. <sighs> the other stuff's a distraction. It's all a distraction. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very welcome. Uh, we're gonna have a break in a couple of minutes for the news. 
Uh, then when we come back, we've got Johnny Eccles from the rock band Love. I mean, man alive, what a band. What a band. I've been lucky enough to see Johnny live a few times playing with Arthur Lee. Of course, Arthur Lee died maybe 12 years ago. He died before Jackson. Maybe it was 12 years ago. And, um, and uh, Arthur Lee's backing band... And Johnny Eccles are doing, this is the last tour of the UK. Johnny's 74 years old and he, I don't think he wants to do it anymore. And this is their last tour. We're going to see them next Friday at Shepherd's Bush. We're taking the night off work. We're going to go and see them and it's going to be fun and it's going to rack, rock and roll, baby. That's what it's going to be. Um, and so we'll, we'll have a chat to him and then we'll take some more of your calls. I think that's the way we'll do the, um, We'll do the show. Good shout. You think? Lackluster show this evening, but... I don't think so. Shut up. Shut your face. You shut your face. You shut your face. Shut your cake hole. Shut your cake hole. I will not. Well, I... Okay, in that case, keep it open. Look at all these people showing me... Um, uh, Nelly trying to make me feel better that I may never be able to eat cheese again. He's posted a picture of some garlic and herbs soft cheese alternative and some um, thyme cheese. Cheese spelt... C-H-E-A-S-E. Artisanal, cultured and aged cashew nut product. And this is his description. I'm married to a vegan and I have these in my fridge. They're genuinely not that bad. I don't want to eat a cheese that is not that bad. Imagine if that's the ad campaign. (laughs) Cheese. It's really not that bad. (laughs) I don't want a cheese... That is genuinely not that bad. Not I, that bad. Not, not even not bad. I want, not that bad. I want, <laughs> I want a cheese that is nice. Mm. I want a cheese that is rich. I want a cheese that makes me feel I've done something very, very naughty. I want a cheese that stinks. I don't want a cheese that's not that bad. Um, dear listener, stay tuned. Coming up after the news, it's Johnny Eccles. I'm Ian Lee. You are Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative weeknights from 10 only. On Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Listener, it's criminal to talk over this music. It's punishable by death uh, in some parts of the world, and I can only apologise. If you haven't, you've all got Forever Changes. Everyone's got a copy of Forever Changes. Go out and buy another copy of Forever Changes. It is a masterpiece. And while you're there, go and buy the first two Love albums, Love and Da Capo. And then while you're there, go and treat yourself to some of the later stuff. Like, I know Johnny's not on it, but I, I want my plug-in, Real to Real, which is a great album, and Love for Sale. What a record. What records? Um, Love, in inverted commas, with Johnny Eccles, are doing their last ever tour of the UK. We and Kath are going to go and see them next Friday. We're taking the night off work to go and see them. And... <clears throat> Always a little bit nervous when I speak to an absolute legend. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Johnny Eccles. Good evening, Johnny! Oh, hang on, the wrong fader. Let's do that again. Johnny, stay there. Smooth, smooth. I'm nervous. Johnny, stay there. We're going to come to you in a second. Let's try that again. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Johnny Eccles. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, man. How are you doing? It worked this time. How, I'm doing wonderful. How are you, you're good, are you? What, when did you get to the UK? Uh, actually, this morning we got here, uh, well, it was this morning our time, but it was afternoon, your time, around 2 p.m. or so. No wonder you sound a little bit tired, brother. It's... Uh... Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> um, this is the last, is this, this is the last tour, isn't it? Of uh, the U.K., yes. We'll be still playing in the U.S., but, uh, this is the last tour of the UK, yes. What did we, what did we do to offend you, Johnny? Did, did we say something? We're sorry. I apo- Is it Brexit? I apologise. Well, yeah, it was Brexit. I, we got together and talked about it and said, man, we can't do this again. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everybody's getting older, because listen, I'm not going to say your age, but I know you are a gentleman of an age. But then also, the, the, the Love Revisited band, Baby Lemonade, as a lot of people will know them, those guys, and no disrespect, those guys are old now as well. That's right, we're all long in the tooth, so hell, we just decided, you know, because it's expensive running walkers and all of that stuff, and having a nurse on hand, you know, and so we decided, damn, it's too expensive, so we'll we'll do this. I I wish you the very best of luck with this tour. Like I say, me and my friend Catherine, we are taking the night off work next Friday. This is how much we want to see it. We're cancelling the radio show. We're going to come and see you guys. Um, Still fun? You still enjoying it? Absolutely. It's a blast. I love it. It's so much fun and getting to travel all over the world and meet such really cool people. It's just a blast. 
Um, how did, because I've seen you a few times, Johnny, I'm, I met you at a gig uh, a few, couple of years, I don't remember how, lo when it, how long ago it was, I've seen you play without Arthur Lee, I've seen you play with Arthur Lee, and boy, oh boy, the, the, what a thrill it was for me, and for a lot of people, seeing the two of you on stage. How different is it, um, how difficult is it as well, I guess, without having Arthur there? Well, it, you know, his presence is always there. You know, I always look to, to my right, and, and uh, yeah, so I, it, there's a presence always there. But, you know, playing with these guys, we played together for so long, yeah. and they were such a part of Arthur's life that it's a continuum, you know, and they play the music spot on, and um, they're really great people and fun to be around, so it's a blast. Actually, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking how difficult it is without Arthur there. Of course, Arthur famously could be a very difficult man to work with. It could be argued that he was his own worst enemy at times. Well, see, that's the thing. It's kind of a misnomer because Arthur may have been difficult, but that was only with people that he didn't know. If right. He knew you, he'd give you the shirt off his back, and yeah. he was just you know, a wonderful human being. But then he just didn't suffer fools gladly, you know, when people were uh, kind of idiotic, he would, he would treat them the same way. Yeah. But as long as you were cool with him, he was cool with you. Um, of course, Arthur gets all of the attention, but it, it, it was a band. There were, there were several, was it, there were five of you originally, weren't there? Yes, there were. Um, and I, 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 I've got a lot of time and a lot of love for Brian McLean as well. I mean, I, I, um, I wonder what it's like, you know, when was the last time you saw Brian before he passed? Oh, it was a couple of years before he died because we had uh, talked of getting together, uh, bringing everybody back together wow. and touring. And uh, so we chatted and um, I came by, I was living in New York at the time and I came to see him and we chatted and, and uh, we were whatever, you know, kind of uh, difficulties we may have experienced in the past. It was all just let go, and we were ready to do it again. But no, he was, Brian was an absolute genius. I loved him. He played wonderful songs, wrote beautiful songs, and he was a fine guitar player. So it was a joy to work with him. And, you know, a very beautiful young man. Um, just, just what a mm -hmm. voice as well he had as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What was the dynamic between Brian and Arthur? Because I, I listen. I'm, you know, all I can go by is what I've seen in concert and on video. And Brian looked very quiet and introspective. And Arthur, you know, could could be uh, 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 very loud and upfront. How did they work together? Well, there was always kind of a friendly rivalry because they dated the same ladies, and and uh, right. So you could say that Brian may have been Arthur's muse because he kind of. Uh, fed off of Brian's energy and Brian actually because love before Brian we were basically a cover band yeah and we were you know we did have a couple of songs that that were written by the group but we basically played the top 40 and we were more in the R&B direction and and Brian kind of steered us in the direction that has uh, come to be known as a love sound um it was you. You, of course, were great contemporaries of the Doors, bigger than the Doors for a long, long time. Jim Morrison. I, I never got the Doors, if I'm honest, Johnny. I liked them for about six months when I was fifteen, and then I never got them. But, but I, I was 
Can I ask a question that might seem rude? And I apologise if he was a friend of yours, right? But Please, he's a friend of mine, but please ask anything you like. I'll give you the best answer I can. Okay. Was Jim Morrison a dick? I, and I asked him. He was an asshole. Thank you, Johnny. He's my friend, so I liked him, but no. He just seemed to go out of his way to be that way. But that's the thing. Jim was uh, very much into drink. You yeah. know, and he would, uh, he when he wasn't drinking, which is rarely, he was just the sweetest guy. But as soon as alcohol touched his lips, he just became that guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he was hard to deal with, hard to get along with. So unless you knew him and considered him a friend, you would just turn the other way if you saw him coming. <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 Johnny, I love you. So, I love you so much. You got you guys have recorded a new single which is a thrill to see you guys still making new music. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was a song we started working on with Arthur, and then um, it just kind of was put on the back burner there for a while. And then we decided that we were going to put together some of the music, uh, because there are several songs that at some point will probably uh, be recorded and, and released, but... This was the first couple that we got together, and, and uh, I think it turned out very good. And Mike Randall and Rusty wrote uh, the lyrics, and uh, the group basically put together the sound, and, and uh, it, I think it's very good. I like it. There's, uh, there's a lot of love. I, I often think that, that a lot of bands, that, the American bands, that perhaps didn't quite get the respect they deserve over there do a lot better over here. For example, the, the, the Beach Boys kind of stopped having hits in the States in 67, but they were still big over here, and they were, you know, I think Britain considered the Beach Boys artists long before America. Mm -hmm. And the same with Love. You know, I know you, mm -hmm. I, you, did, you guys didn't come over in the first incarnation, but, but you know, Forever Changes, even before it was kind of hip, was always being listed in one of the top 30 albums of all time that you must listen to before you die. Do, do, you, get, do you feel that, that perhaps Britain has th th more of a connection with your music than the States? Absolutely. The people in Britain seem, first of all, they seem, you don't have as many distractions here as you do there, so they're much more involved in music. But I, I think the people here are more discerning, and just you can tell by playing in front of an audience, they will sing along with us, and uh, just being interviewed by by uh, different people, they know more about yeah. the music than than people uh, in the states. But you know, um, so we've always felt that this was our home away from home, and we always enjoyed coming here and playing for the people here because they appreciated our music and they understood us, which is you know, um, it's hard to do because. We were rather eclectic in the types of music that we played, so it wasn't something that you could just put in a bag. You know, we played all sorts of music. We were basically our own mixtape, you know. Yeah, well, the first... The, the, the thing about Love is you were a mixed-race band before Correct. there were any other really mixed-race bands. You had, you had white bands, and you kind of had some black... Motown acts, you know, maybe you'd have the four tops or something, but very rarely did you see black mm -hmm. guys with guitars, and you never mm -hmm. saw a mixed race band. Was that, I mean, nowadays you kind of think nothing of it, although I can't think of too many, but when you're playing on the strip and, and stuff in sort of 64, 65, was that part of the draw? Did people come to, to see you because you looked different? 
Yes, that was one of the reasons they came to see us, is because we were a group that reflected the society as a whole, the society in California anyway. And because of that, we were able to um, kind of... um, People here took us to heart more so than many other groups because of that. We reflected their attitudes, and we also reflected the society at large. And so it was purposeful. We did that uh, on purpose. We wanted a group to, um, an American group, to be who we were and not, you know, be stuck in and typecast as a soul group or an R&B group. We wanted to play rock and whatever we felt like playing. We wanted to without being typecast. So it was a blessing, but it was also a curse yeah. because there were many places in this country we couldn't play all of the South and most of Middle America, and we were off limits. So it uh, kind of held us back quite a bit, but it also, you know, <clears throat> gave us a, a kind of a, an insight into the, the character of the people, yeah. so to speak. The, this, I'm going to let you go in a bit because I know that you're tired, but I've got a couple more questions if that's all right with you, Please. sir. But the, yeah, f- no, the first, the, the first two albums are great, Love and De Kappa. They're great, and they, of course, they get overshadowed by um, Forever Changes because that is a masterpiece. But those first two albums are great. Do you remember the first time you guys walked into the recording studio to record the debut album? Do you remember, do you remember the excitement, or was was there an arrogance about you as a band? No, that was excitement. We were really looking forward to it. And the thing was, we had played those songs every single night for well over a year. So we were well rehearsed, and we went in and just laid them down and wanted to take most of them. But no, it was... Uh, we were finally getting the recognition that we felt from um, the record companies because we had been offered deals with Columbia Capital and MCA, and we chose Electra because... They allowed us to own the publishing, which none of the record companies would do. Yeah. And also, I enjoyed being with Jack Holtzman. You know, we have kind of our different views on things, but I always thought that the man understood music, and he knew, you know, his way around the, the board. He, I think he was an engineer before he was a producer and then a record company executive. So I have a great deal of respect for him. The first two albums, kind of straightforward blues, rock and roll, you know, slightly underground sound. The third album is a huge departure. When, when Arthur and Brian, but when Arthur played the songs that he had for Forever Changes and then said, oh, by the way, um, we're getting strings in, uh, what, what did the rest of the band think? Did the rest of the band kind of balk at the idea of this or were you all up for it? Well, no, we were all up for it. You see, we had heard those songs for the longest time because... That's how our songs are, are created. Arthur would hum songs or sing stuff with just him singing with no chords and no background. And so wow. after doing that and listening to them, everybody put their parts together and put what they felt the song needed. And so they kind of evolved over the years into uh, what they became. But yeah, we always knew there would be strings and horns and other instruments, but we didn't know whether or not at the last minute the record company was going to follow through with with their promise. So we had to play stuff and leave room for strings and horns and not knowing whether or not they would actually be there. So 
that was a challenge. Final question, right? You, you've got to put this myth to rest. There is a myth, there is a legend yeah. that um, kind of half, a quarter, a fifth, 75% of an album after Forever Changes was recorded called Gethsemane. Um, is, is, is that true or not true? That's absolutely true, but Shut they up. weren't recorded. These songs were, when we were doing Forever Changes, it'll take a minute for me to explain, it was supposed to be a two-album set. And then at the last minute, the record company decided it was too expensive to do that. And so Brian had songs that he had written as well as I. And those songs are, are the, the songs that you just mentioned called Gethsemane. And they were named that because, you know, we were kids at the time and thought that um, that had been the biggest betrayal in history where Jesus was betrayed by Judas in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. So that's where the name came from. We felt we were betrayed by the record company. <laughs> so anyway, a little hyperbole, but that's how we felt. So is this stuff, are you ever going to record this? Is this stuff ever yes. going to be heard? Stuff is being worked on right now. Yes, I'm writing but... a book as well as working on the music. So hopefully they will be released together. Oh, do you, are you doing a book? Are you doing an autobiography? Yes, yes I am. When's yes. that coming out, Johnny? When it's done, probably <laughs> sometimes before the end of the year. But Dude, just another day in the life, Johnny. Uh, when it comes out, mate, come on the show, and we will we will pl we will sell copies of that book for you. I can't wait to read that. Um, uh, please, I would enjoy that. You, you, you definitely, you're very invited. Uh, oh, you're very invited. You're invited on the show. Now, listen, I'm looking at the tour dates. There's only there's only uh, nine, I think. Uh, Friday, next Friday, the fifth at the Islington Assembly Hall. Me and Catherine right. are going to be there. We're going to come and buy you a drink. Uh, before cool. we're, we're going to buy you a drink, we got we got Bristol on the fourth, going backwards. Cardiff on the third. Birmingham on the second. Leeds on the Monday the 1st. Sunday, you're in Glasgow. This Saturday, you're in Liverpool. Thursday, in Brighton. Tomorrow, mate, I don't know if you know this, you're on the Isle of Wight, and that's quite some distance away. Yeah, I know we're playing that tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. You've got there's strings there Isle as well at the Isle of Wight. You've got a string section. Yes, this is going to really be cool. We're looking forward to that. Go to bed, Johnny. Get some sleep, because you've got a long, long day travelling tomorrow, brother. And well, thank you so much. Uh, no, listen, thank you, man. Uh, thank you for, for coming on the show when you've just arrived in the UK. And I've got to say it, I mean this sincerely. Thank you so much for the brilliant concerts I've seen and for the brilliant, brilliant records that have meant so much to me throughout the years, man. So thank you for all of the work that you've done. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's been our pleasure. Johnny, I will come and shake your hand on fr uh, next Friday. I look forward to it. Enjoy the tour, fella. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Huh? Thank you so much. There Bye -bye. you go. Johnny Eccles, man. What a nice guy. Um, I've just tweeted the, the tour dates. If you want to thank Johnny, please, Sam. I've just tweeted the tour dates. If you go to love-revisited.com, they're all up there. Come and join us on uh, next Friday at uh, the Islington Assembly Hall. It's a great venue. It's going to be a great band. Me and Kath are going to be there. It's going to be fun. I must admit, Catherine, I was panicking a little bit when... Uh, are you a friend of Jim Morrison? Yep, yeah, you can ask me anything you want. Was he a dick? He was an asshole. That's a great line. That is a great line. Thank you, Johnny. Um, this is The Late Night Alternative. We have no phone calls lined up, so now is a great time to give us a call. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Goodbye, Culver's. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That was great fun. Thank you very much, Johnny. We'll go and we'll go and shake his hand on Friday. Probably the last chance we'll get. And it's just oh, I've got, I've got to dig out something to get signed. Simon, I'll come to you in a second. Uh, we were talking about when I announced to a royal correspondent who didn't know about it when the royal baby had been born. A royal baby had been born. I don't remember the, her name. Charlotte. Charlotte. Thank you. And I was told by my boss of a, a, the radio station, you have to get a royal correspondent on. So we did, right? Someone's, two people, Harrison and Matty, have found me the audio. So this, this is it. This is, uh, this is what happened. Here we and go. Uh, we have got royal, well, how would you bill yourself, Richard Fitzwilliams? Royal expert? Royal commentator? Royal lover? What, what are you? A royal commentator, but I should... Royal lover! <laughs> you we do not know whether or not it is a girl oh, there we go because I, I said before and, it's and, a girl and, uh, right. we have got so. royal well how would you bill yourself richard fitzwilliams royal <laughs> expert royal commentator royal lover what what are you a royal commentator but i assure you we do not know I whether or not you. it is a girl oh. i would point out so far that the evidence has been very flimsy all oh. we know is that kate asked for pink samples for the nursery at Anmer Hall, which is where they will be based with... The William baby's been born uh, at this point, pilot right? in the East Anglian Air um, uh, Service, and uh, it, it, there's absolute ambulance air service. I mean, what we know also is that the bookies think it's a girl, but the couple have said they don't know the gender, and I believe them. It's, it's, it's out now, isn't it? It's the baby's out. out. Uh, uh, Kate went into labour... <laughs> <laughs> this is why, right, experts are pointless. They don't, unless it's like an expert on, like, the Beatles or something, and you're asking, and he's... No, it's, a, it's why when there's a terrorist attack going on, right, what are you going to get a terrorist expert on for? What, what, what do they know that we don't know? They don't know anything. They can guess. They can guess. Mm -hmm. They can make a calculated guess, but... They don't know what we do. They don't know. They've paid attention to the things that have happened in the past. Yeah. And can talk about that. They don't know. This guy's on because I was told we had to get a royal correspondent. He's the go-to royal correspondent. He was on Ian Collins tonight. I'm not doing this to belittle him. I'm doing this to illustrate that they're, they're pointless, right? The baby has been born and the expert doesn't know. The man who doesn't care is telling the expert what he should know. Is that the bookies think it's a girl, but the couple have said they don't know the gender, and I believe them. It's, it's, no, but it, it, it's out now, isn't it? The baby's out. Uh, uh, they, Kate went into labour at six o'clock. Went into the hospital at six o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, she, with 11 hours of labour uh, with George, yes. uh, the baby is certainly not known as yet. It's not known. The baby's uh, been out. I'm Richard, I'm, I'm BB, I'm, I've got the telly on, right? Oh, uh, uh, um, it says breaking news. This is our royal expert. Breaking news: It's a girl. The royal baby weighs eight pounds three ounces. It's out, Richard. It's popped out. You missed it. Popped out. Good heavens! Well, I have to say that uh, I was uh, not in front of a television, so we know. Good gracious! We I mean, know, they... Richard. Hang on a second. It's eight. But this is the expert. It's eight. This is it's, it's breaking news. It's there's a town crier outside the Lindo wing, annoying every other person in there by shouting and ringing his bell. It's eight pounds three ounces. Good weight. Well, I mean, it's fantastic news, and I mean, everyone will be absolutely thrilled. But what has happened clearly is that uh, uh, the press have been uh, fooled by this because nobody knew. And in fact, the first, uh, I think the news came out when you telephoned me when yep. uh, at um, uh, 7 o'clock this morning. Home, so, home of breaking news, Richard. 
mean, basically, <laughs> continuing. <laughs> and that is why there's no point. There's no point in experts unless you want to know. Right, you know. Okay, there's a there's a there's, there's a submarine is sunk. Right. So tell me how we need to get an expert. How how much oxygen can you have in a submarine? You have got fifty men in there. How much oxygen can you yeah. got? Okay. What would be what possible ways do you think they? What's the technique for raising a submarine? Okay. The Beatles recorded this in 1967. What, what do we know about what was going on in the Beatles? Well, those things. Yeah. But but what is Paul McCartney doing now? Is a question only Paul McCartney and Mrs. Yeah. McCartney would we know. Get, we get a Beatles expert. And what do you th- what do you think Paul McCartney is doing right now at ten eleven thirty on a Tuesday night? What, what do you think he's doing right now? Well, it, it, we argue that Paul McCartney is possibly having uh, a, a bunk up, or he could be having a cocoa, some cheese and biscuits, perhaps. Oh, Obviously, vegetarian, vegetarian cheese. cheese. Uh, could be doing all sorts of things. I suspect he's probably asleep. Experts is pointless, guys. It's pointless. It's filler. Get some radio hosts that can talk. We sometimes have to do it on this show because we're told to do it. <laughs> we do it because we're told to do it. And I and I, 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 I kind of gently argue with you. We haven't had to do it for a while, actually. We do it in our own way. Yeah, and we don't give in to the no. wild speculation and outright bullshine that some outlets will go in for. That was the... F- the, the um, hang on a minute, someone sent me... I think there's a slightly longer version. Oh, no, that's the same thing. Um, that it just... Experts is pointless, guys. They is pointless. And it, I, that was one of my funniest favourite things. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Evening, evening, Cal. Evening, Hello. Simon. What can we do for you tonight? I've rang him for a game of Adamant, please. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Uh, we need another, we need a fourth player. 0344 499 1000. We're going to take a quick break, Simon. Stay there. Okay. Simon, did we, did we destroy you at this yesterday? Very bitter loser, Catherine. Can I just, can I just say, since you've um, been talking about your problem, yes. your medical yes. problems, yep. I'm starting to get emails now from people diagnosing you. Okay, what have I got? Um, I think I heard Ian say that he drinks green tea. Okay. It can affect some people badly. The symptoms sound very like what your man has. Green tea poison. Website, cupandleaf.com, give extensive details of pros and cons of green tea. Perhaps you should stop drinking it for the next week. See if it reduces the symptoms. from? from? From Derek. Hey, Derek, thanks a lot. I don't drink green tea. I don't like it. I drank it when I was in Japan, but that was like eight years ago. I did like the green tea ice cream, but not too many. But I don't drink green tea. Where the hell did you hear me say... I drank green tea. Same place I was talking about being a Catholic. Okay, there we go. Uh, Nick says Macca is making mashed potato right now. It's a distinct <laughs> possibility. It's a distinct possibility. We need another player, please, for a round of Adam Ant. Very, very simple game. We'll explain it when you come on. First one to call us up. We'll get that lucky position. I warn you, I am very, very good at this game. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand cost you pennies to call, probably free. But you'll speak to Sam; he'll take your name and number, and we'll give you a call straight back. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It looks like Catherine. It looks like Simon. No one is. Get that call. Oh God, no. 
Hang on a minute. I'll, <laughs> I'll get this call. Hang on a second. Yes, yes, Andre. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm all right. What you got? Yeah, can I play? Can I play the game? Well, I don't know. Can you? Okay. Well, of course I can. Do you know uh, what are the rules? I don't know. We'll try it once. Catherine, can you explain right. the rules of the game to Andre, please? I don't think I can. No. All right, it's got to be. No, an... go on. All right, we'll right, shut well, up. Well, if she to will. do it, you need to. Um, a band or an artist beginning with whose name begins with the last letter of the band or artist that goes before it. So, for example, we start with Adam Ant. So the next person has to find someone yeah. beginning with T. All right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, uh, okay, then far away. Okay, and if you get one that begins and ends with the same letter, it spins back the other way, okay? Yep. So we're going to go me, Catherine, Simon, Andre. I start Adamant, Catherine. So it begins with T now, Andre, okay? Terence, yeah, all right. Terence Trent Darby. So it's a Y, Simon. Yes. Okay, it's a Y. Okay, good. you got it, but it's a Y. Susie in the band shoes. No, hang on. Is he's, he's Simon's? Is oh. Simon's go? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we know it's. Yep. Yeah. So Simon, it's your go. The letter is Y. <laughs> yes, still. Not me. Letters. No, hang on. Let si Simon. We, uh, the letter is Y. Okay. Repeating it. Yes, as in Rick Wakeman's. Yes. The band. I'm so sorry. That was terrible of me. I do apologise. So then it's an S, Andre. Susie in the band shoes. Uh, it's an S that goes back the other way. What do you mean it goes Quattro. back the other way? I mean, it goes back the other way. Susie Quattro. Mm. Ollie Murs. Uh, Sheena Easton. Andre. Um, Nolan Sisters. Uh, Are no. It the Nolans? The, it's the. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, it's not. It's the Nolans. Um, are you sure? All the Nolans. Oh, Nirvana. Nirvana, okay, right. Oh, losing the will to live. Hey, Simon. Adamski. Um. Um. Our song. Isley Brothers. Not band, I mean. Shut up. No, it's the, it's the, Isley, it's Brothers. the Isley Brothers. Okay. Um. Ian Jury. Okay. Uh, and the Blockheads. Okay. Shack Attack. Andre. Um, that's a, a toughie. K. Craftwork. Uh, okay, well done, Simon. Back the way, Craftwork. Oh, Craftwork. Craftwork. Um, killers. Uh, the Killers. Sorry? Yeah. It's not the Killers, they're called Killers. Screw you, screw you, screw you. <laughs> they're Killers, they're just called Killers. No, The Killers, official site, The Killers. There's Killers.com, because Killers.com had gone. What's the website? The Killers. Killers.com. No. The yes. Killers.com. It's called the Killers. Uh, it's called the Killersmusic.com. Yeah, because the because Killersmusic.com are gone. Yeah, but they're called the Killers. All right, Kiss. Please. Sunita. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Simon A. Adam Faith. H. Andre. Uh, Ten. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, it's one. Got me in the eight. Goodbye, Andre. Andre has gone from the game. I get the H. Hanson, Catherine. Oh. Niall Rogers. 
Shalama. Republica. Annie Lennox. XTC. Cat Stevens. Um. Sonia. Apache Indian. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Good one. Um. Nickelback. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Erasure. Back to you, Catherine. Um, Europe. Back, back to, to you, Simon. Simon. Extreme. Back Ooh, to back you, to Catherine. Um, yellow. OMD. <laughs> Ten, nine, Simon? Eight, played on their drums. Have you? Yeah. Did they know? Don't care. Ten, nine, eight, India Ari. Seven. Sorry? India Ari. Who's that? Brilliant singer. Was she famous? Yes, yeah, she is. Now, when you say famous, because you can't just do made-up people that like... No, India Ari was great. What was her hit? Um, what was her hit? Vid- video. Do you know her, Simon? Never heard of her. No. She's brilliant. No, no, no. She has to have had a hit. She has had a hit. Well, how, 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 how high in the charts? Let's have a look. She oh. has to have had a hit. We had this yesterday with your French nonsense. Well, she had a hit too. She's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven studio albums. Right. How many hits has she had? She has had a uh, best R&B album, album of the year, record of the year, song of the year. Uh, she won best. Uh, what best was her seven. hit? What was her hit? I told you it was called Video. Sing it. Not the average girl in your video. All right. I'll let, and I don't what's look the, what's like the letter? And whose go is it? Because I'm getting bored e. now. Right, whose go is it? It's my go, is it? Uh huh. Right. Um, Ella Fitzgerald, D. 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 Um, Richie Valens. Well, it's pronounced Valence. It's not. It, well, it is actually. Well, I don't. Um, Stop stalling. I'm not stalling. Press it. No, well, hang on a minute. You can't tell me when to press it. I'm trying. You're, you're, you're press still it. talking. Press it. Press it. <laughs> Ten. No, no, no. Okay. Nine. Eight. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Sugar six, Gang. Five. Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang. G. Simon. Um, Gary Gitter. Ooh, Ooh. controversial. <laughs> controversial, but yes, he's allowed. Rachel Stevens. Sir Cliff Richard. Yes! Oh, you're not going to allow that one! Very good. You're oh, not going to allow that you've one! You've opened up a hole! Sir Cliff Richard! World of What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? You met him now. Harry Webb, innit? Shut up. Shut your face. If you met him now, what would you address him as? Sir Clifford. Thank you. You'll go, Simon. Dexter's Midnight Runner. Um, Sabrina. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, boys, boys, boys! I'm looking for a good time, boys, boys, boys. Sunita, Abba, send it back to you. Okay. Um. Ten, Ashley Simpson. Nine. And Simon. 
entrance. That's that's an E. Entrance is an N. N dash trance. Is it? Yes, mate. Okay. Um. Mm. Erica Badu. <laughs> Erica Badu. She's actually famous. You too. Okay. Oh, now. Okay. Well, that, that's the end. That begins with an O. That ends with an O. It's the next one has to begin does with. It, a, yeah. I can think of another band that begins with a two. Does, doesn't matter. We're not having two unlimited. It's. <laughs> Why not? No, it begins boom, with. Chica, boom, oh. chica, boom, chica, boom, chica, oh, boom. Take come me on. down. I'm losing. To the shut up. I'm losing the will to live. This is boring for everybody except us three, and even then, it's boring for me. <laughs> so, Simon, right. Um, Omar. Oh, yeah. Um, Raggy Omar? Is he out of here? No, Omar. Okay. There's nothing like this. Ray Charles, go. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Sade. Simon E. Everything but the girl. Ten. Ian L. Love. Catherine, Catherine E. Eva Cassidy. Why, Simon? Is what we're all asking right now. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, uh, Yellow. 3, have we had yellow in this game? No, yesterday. No, okay, fine, we'll have that. So it is, uh, it is O, uh, Odyssey. Yaz in the pap- plastic population. Yaz in the plastic population! Yeah, yeah, go on. Nick uh, Berry. Who? Oh, Nick Berry. Nick Berry. <laughs> That's back at me then. Yazoo. No, 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 it's not back at you. How is it back at Yaz you? Yaz and Passive Population. Yeah. Nick Berry. Oh, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cr- carry on. Um, e- young Bloods. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So that is, that is now you, S. Okay. Ten. Nine. I just want to die. Steve Miller. Ah. Uh, Radiohead. D. Dion. I just want to die. Stuck in hell. Nelly Furtado. O. OMC. Sorry? OMC. How bizarre was that OMC? Yo, I'll give you that. (laughs) We'll give you you that. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, good. Thank you, mate. Lemmy. Ten, Lemmy from, from nine, Motorhead. Eight, okay, yeah, go on. Why? 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 Why is it? Yes, mate. Ten, oh God. Um, eight, seven, oh, Yossa Endor. Whoa! Right. <laughs> what does that end with? An R? Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, Rick Astley. Why? Oh, <laughs> Yazoo. We've had Yazoo. No, we haven't. I tried to do it and I was wrong. Okay, right. Oh, quickly, please hurry up. Right, I haven't got a five-second countdown. Five. Four. Five uh, E. Eels. Five. Four. Spice Girls. Back, Back to, to me. You. Um, you got to do the countdown. I can't five, do the countdown and four, think at the same time. Three, two, um, Hang one. on a minute, a minute. Sponge. Ow. What? <laughs> Sponge. Salt and pepper. A. No. Go. <laughs> no, because I, you didn't. St- you've got to start counting straight away. Because if Five, I t- four. S- salt and pepper. You, but you said sponge first. No, I didn't. Sponge. <laughs> salt and pepper. Salt what? and pepper. What sponge? Doesn't matter what it is. A. Simon. Go. Five. Four. White band. D. Five. Four. Three. Debbie Gibson. N. Um, Nico. O. Jesus, this is boring. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. He's out. To get out of the, get out of here, scumbag. Hang on, if yours stands, so does he. No, because it's boring. I win then. 
These bollocks do you win? <laughs> you don't win. To go to he E, 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 five, four, three, two, one. I win. It wasn't E. Ocean colour scene. Oh. I win. Yeah, but he didn't win. Well, what was yours? What was the letter then? This is boring. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. What? He didn't count. He 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 ran out of time. You ran out of time. I win. Nell no, you don't. Nelly, why? Five, four. Th this is your fault, Simon, you scumbag. Five. We had Nelly. Four. No, we've had Nelly, Nelly Furtado. So get used to Calvin, son. Five. Yves Montong. Well, what does that end? Who is that? D. What, who is that? Yves Montong. Hit, name really the hit. Famous. Name the hit. No, not French Didn't ones don't count. Thank heavens for little girls. Dirty bastard. <laughs> Wasn't that him or was that Charles Aznavour? No, it's Charles Aznavour. So your person doesn't count. Boom, I win. Let's go to a break. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, is it Mom with an M O M? Of course it is. Uh, why doesn't he do it on D on CD? Who wants MP3 download? Uh, do we do we really want Keith Malley from Keith and the Girl on this show? Well, he's offering him and Hender. Ah, Hender's available. Let's get her. Let's get her on. Um, and every time he he plugs his um, CD, his his download, which will be very funny actually. Uh, Keith Malley, I'm having it off with your mum. <laughs> he's basically. I think he's had to change it from. I'm I'm screwing your mum. Yeah, to uh, I'm dating your mum. Okay, well then, every time, it would be worth, I'm going to download it. He's done loads. He's done loads. But it's very prolific. He's but prolific. Um, uh, uh, let's have a little look. But where every time he's plugged, but we won't tell him this, every time he's plugging his album, we just... Oh, it's pre-order. Fifth. All right, I'm going to pre-order. Is it pre? Is it available for pre-order then? It's available for pre-order. Uh, expected on the fifteenth of oh. July. I can never remember. Is there anyone else that cannot remember their? Um, yeah, me. I took me about six. iTunes goes. login. I can never remember your, your Apple ID and password is incorrect. He says, "Hello, mate." I have my, he likes to talk British. I have my album on iTunes pre-sale now called I'm Dating Your Mom. And I was hoping I can call in sometime to promote it. Me or both of us. Thanks again. And thanks for giving me the idea of putting both your faces on my underwear. Oh, this guy disgusts me. Yeah, right? I mean, it really is a vile, scoundrel. vile troll. I'm now having to um, answer security questions to get into my iTunes account and then it will ask me to reset the password again. And this is why I can never remember the password. Every time I go in, I forget the password. I won't let me use an old password. Yeah. Every, what was my childhood nickname? Mm -mm -mm -mm. So every time I go in, I make up a new password, which I'm never going to remember. Am I in? I'm in. Make up a password. Let's try this one. The one I thought it was. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. There we go. We're in. We're in. Right. Let me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, while we're waiting for me to log into something, which is great listening for everybody, we really feel that game has killed the vibe of uh, the show. Let's go to Chris. Good evening, Chris. Hi, guys. Hello, Chris. What can we do for you tonight? 
Uh, it's the last 10 minutes of my 31st birthday, and um, I thought I'd finish it off with a great little bit by chatting to you guys. Where you go. Um, yeah, uh, I finally actually feel like uh, I've, forever in my life, I've always felt 31, and then oh. <laughs> I've now finally reached it. <laughs> Well, what is it? What is it? It's all downhill from here. Oh, it ain't. Yeah, it is. Trust me. Three, three, seven, six, nine, three. I've got. I've now got to seven, six. I've now got to try and log in to an, an old PayPal account that doesn't exist, so I can change the PayPal account. No, seriously, Chris, it's all downhill from there. That's that's it. It's game over. Oh, I don't think so. I've got a lot to look forward to now. What have I got, you... I, I get to pot, I pot around in my garden and no one can say, oh, no, you're too, you're too young for that. And well, I suppose <laughs> you can do that. I suppose, oh, I've got to buy um, a chopper. What do they call it? Strimmer. No, 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 not a strimmer. Strimmer's down. I'm pointing up. A hedge trimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get a chainsaw. No, you don't need a chainsaw. Going to get a chainsaw. Oh, that's fantastic. I, 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 I've got a job interview coming up this week at a forestry school. It's my dream job. So oh, there we go, you see. Fantastic. Then, um, we, uh, well, then we should get together and talk chainsaws. We should indeed, definitely. Um, <laughs> what did you do for <laughs> your birthday, said, Chris? Oh, God. <laughs> what did you do for your birthday, Chris? Um, I, uh, we had very, we had no money at the beginning of the day, so, um, I went and sold some, um, old comic books, raised 40 pounds, and, um, we went and had a car break. Oh, oh did you? <laughs> that sounds like the yeah. perfect day! It was, it was oh, lovely. I could, I could murder a carvery right now. Oh, I'd love a carvery. Oh, it was really good. It was quite properly, the meat was cooked to perfection, and lovely roast potatoes, really nice gravy. I love it when the cooks. That for me, <laughs> that for me is when it's at its best. Oh yeah, but you know sometimes you go to a carvery and it's really dry and it's been under the heat lamps too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's idea. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, I'm, I'm, uh, what, co- uh, what comics did you? How many comics did you sell to get forty quid? I only sold about fifteen, but I had some um, pretty good comics. To be fair, Spider-Man like, one. Um, <laughs> uh, no, we actually, I actually still have a Spider-Man reissue from 1999 when they rebooted him. It's still in my collection. How I didn't get rid of that. How much is that worth? Uh, about twenty pound at the moment. Shut the door. Yeah, nuts. I only paid three pound for it. It's <laughs> nuts, man. Yes. But now I've got some. Uh, got rid of some of the old um, Fantastic Fours and um, uh, some of the old Avenger ones uh, from like the fifties. I'm not a massive fan of. No rubbish. But, well, uh, I'm glad you had a, a great day, and um, um, thanks for sharing the last few minutes of it with uh, us. It's been a pleasure. It really has. But what a fantastic way to finish it off. Thank you, oh, brother. Well, it's enjoy, been brilliant. Enjoy. They've got four minutes left. You go and enjoy those, my friend, and um, don't make too much of a mess. Happy birthday, Belle. There you go, you see, that's what you get. What did I do for the last hour of the show? Been an odd show tonight. Yeah, a bit sort of stoppy-starty. Stoppy-starty? Yeah. Stoppy-starty! Keith and Hemda are going to do a different day, if that's all right. Because we're about to record a show. Say that again. Keith and Hemda are going to do a different day. Oh, no, they can get... No, 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 no. Oh, they can get stuff. Tell them to get... Tell them he is... No, genuinely. Yeah. No. 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 This is, no, this is, this is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've put in a pre-order. So I'm prepared to delete that order. You, he owns your lily ass. Don't put down foul language. Just say no. Ian says no. Ian says this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to come on to the least-listened-to late-night radio show in the United Kingdom. Uh, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. That's fine by me. I don't really care. But, um, 
I think it's their loss. Totally. You snoozing, you losing. Um, ah, dear. Feel the vibe is, is, is gone. Slightly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? We'll get it. Will we? We'll get it. Will we? Yeah. Okay. Confidence. It's all about confidence. Gok One was right. Confidence, confidence, guys. Absolute confidence is what we uh, is what we need. Okay, well, let's see what we we'll do. Right. Um, all right. Well, we'll, do, we'll do another hour of this. We'll, we'll turn something around. And maybe we'll do a, a, a maybe we'll do a periscope thing. Maybe we'll do something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you can give us a call though, dear listener. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. You said we haven't really got anything to talk about tonight, and that's absolutely fine. But I feel we have to do. I feel we have to pull something. I haven't got any looked at any of the newspapers. Uh, I haven't looked at any of the news. I've got a couple of news stories actually, but um, uh, there is a band called Sponge. Thanks very much. So I did win, Kerry. Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll come up with something. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Kath and Ian on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home so if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So 
slightly embarrassed, I went to the bathroom there and there was a female cleaner in there and I hesitated for a second and I thought, ah, you've had a lady doctor's finger up your bum today. This ain't nothing. Um, and then we made love. 0344 499 or 1000 is the telephone number, the late night alternative. Who are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. I'm Ian Lee. We've got Sam answering the phones tonight to some people. Good evening, Wes. Hello. Wes, what can we do for you tonight? Hey there, no, just, it was just, uh, I just heard your last caller uh, who, who just phoned in and, and who told about it was his birthday on the, uh, yesterday. Yes. Well, I'm, act- I'm actually uh, 34 today. There we go, look, we're passing the birthday baton. This is amazing. This has never happened before on British radio. Oh, well, that's it. It's a first, isn't it? Yeah. It's a first, well, uh, yeah. what's, what's happening today? What are you doing for the big day? Well, 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 t- well. It's actually today. Yes. Birthday, I'll, I'll be back full day at work today. Yes. I've just, I've just um, headed down to with with me, my co- well, my boss. We've headed down to Manchester tonight to go see uh, Stray Cats with um, with a really great support band oh. um, out of the O2 Arena, and I just, mm. I just wanted to say after your last colleague. After, after the last call, I just wanted to say... Happy birthday. And our, and our, and our, days, and our week's work huh? will mean you can get out for a good night out once in a while. And but, it was, it was, it was a... Well, but maybe... Ma- full, yeah, but maybe... Ma- arena. Yeah, but maybe, maybe he hasn't got a job. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wants to get on the job site, get well, in a factory. Here go, we go. Yeah, but maybe, maybe he... But we, maybe we don't know... Wes, 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 shut your face, yeah. you, shut your face, you, 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 you muppet. We don't know why, maybe, we don't know his situation. Maybe he has got a job and he still hasn't got any money. Well, I've struggled and, and I would say, before calling me a Muppet, I would say, you don't know man, and I've struggled, I've been homeless. You, you, struggled, you struggled to have manners and empathy and be a decent human oh, being, I get that. Oh, no, no, and I have empathy. But you, don't have any, you don't have any empathy. You, you, you're, an arrogant, you're an arrogant tit. You've got a... You've got a You've got to pull it all up from yourself. You've got to. No, you haven't. At the end of the day, charity begins at home. What on earth are you? Why on earth are you spouting? First of all, I don't believe any of your phone call. I don't believe you've been to see the Stray Cats. I don't believe it's your birthday, and I don't believe you're you're this much of an idiot. Sixty-two now, Stray Cats. Oh, M sixty-two. Here's the thing. You know, you know who are the biggest recipients of benefits. People uh, who've got working, jo- working, working families, yeah. Yeah, it's people I, who've got I, jobs. So maybe they couldn't get, afford. Shut up, shut up, you knob. So maybe, well, who knows what situ- Chris's situation is? I don't know what Chris's situation is, but how dare you? Maybe he is working and maybe he still can't afford to. He did work today. He went and sold some comics and made 40 quid. That sounds like work to me. How dare you come on, Wes? How dare you? Uh, if that is your real name, how dare you come on and start throwing around arrogant accusations implying that people are lazy and don't have jobs? Are you a fan of the benefit culture, are you? Do you think that everyone should get some of life for free? Or when did I say that? When did I say that, Wes? I'm just saying that. I'm throwing about you saying I'm throwing allegations. I'm just saying that. You're, I think. Well, you're throwing an allegation about me now. No, I'm not. What, you just, what, I don't, they said you called me a Muppet and all these You're a Muppet. Things and you're that. a Muppet and you, you've got no soul, you've got no empathy and you're, <laughs> you're a very dark, horrible, cowardly human being and I despise you. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. You've made my night. Hopefully one day you'll get on a, on a better hour, mate. I Here we go. James Here we go. Here we go. This is, you know what, you know, Wes, you know when I was offered yeah. this, you know when I took this job at um, Talk Radio, you know I was offered breakfast and I, t- I said, no, I want this slot. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a, it's actually a true story, mate. I want this slot. I've done breakfast. I've done drive. Didn't like it. I wanted this slot. This is the best slot, and I tell you, you why it's the best slot. I, I will say what I want. It's my radio show, and I tell you why this is the best slot, Wes, because um, you get the absolute scumbags 
you get the dregs of humanity phoning in. You get the coldest, darkest, most narrow-minded, bigoted people phoning in, such as yourself, and it reminds me why I, every day, I try and make my kids aware of how some, how fortunate they are and how unfortunate other people are and how you can put in so much work and come back with nothing and that's not your fault, that doesn't make you a bad person and that anybody who still thinks loads of money and waving their wads in the air and criticising those who have left them them, why those people, those people are utter scumbags. Whether you have to work in a factory, I've had to do it. Whether you've had to pick flowers in a factory, I've had to do it all. Pick Clean flowers toilet. in a factory? What? Clean toilets. Are you above cleaning? I bet you are above cleaning toilets, aren't you? You're well above that. I've cleaned toilets. Are you above that? I'm, I'd do anything for money to You're be... You're not a real caller, Wes. You're a fake caller. I'm not caller. a real caller. I'm a fake human being. I'm a Russian agent. God, I can't wait for this. Are, you, this on coca- are you on cocaine? Am I on cocaine? Jesus Christ! I'm getting a real cokey vibe off you. I'm getting a really... I'm a Russian agent. Okay, you're not a funny man. You're not a decent human being. You're not the kind of person... I'm going to play this tape to my kids and say, guys, you know you know when I talk about arrogance and I talk about um, rudeness and I talk about lack of empathy? Have a listen to this guy. This guy, Wes, is the name he pretended uh, was his birth name when he phoned up my radio show. He really is... Everything that's wrong with this country and, and significant swathes of the Western world at the moment. This arrogance, this bullying, this thinking, uh, the, the, looking down on people who don't have as much money as them. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting, boys. And I will be so disappointed if you turned oh, well. out. He's, he's, he's so thick as well. He doesn't even realize that when I'm talking, he can't be heard. And when his fader's down, he can't be heard even oh. more. There we go. Well, over to you, Wes. No, no, it's all right. Well, like I say, you can say all, all you want from your ivory tower. All I wish is that the British people, a lot more, would, wouldn't stick to the benefit culture. It's not, it's not a benefit culture. I've been on benefits. And, and survey, and I don't think it helps the, the society. I've been on I benefits. Mean, I've been on I, benefits. I, I, yeah. My mum's uh, so, so, on benefits. What benefits right, are you talking about? Because my mum's on I'm, benefits. I'm talking about... I'm talking about the permanent people out of work, you know, the job seekers that dirt seek jobs. Right. You know, that, that's but what you've I'm, assumed you've 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 made such quantum leaps. You think that that's something I approve of? You think that that's what well, our previous caller know, was on? Cel- cel- celebrating like, oh uh, look, I've had to go and sell me things to go and buy something to eat. When you know, like, say that's. Anna you are, you are to. vile. You're scum, Wes. You're well, scum. Well, I'm, I'm You're scum. I'm, I'm getting a very dark, druggy vibe off you. I'm getting a very dark, druggy vibe off you. I don't know if you are or not, but, but honestly, you're, 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 you're scum. You're horrible. You're a, you're, you're foul, dark person. Why would you even, why would you even phone my show? Why would you think that you would be welcome on my show, Wes? Why would you think that you would be, you have to speak up. I can't hear you. I just noticed I, Wes, you've got to speak up. I can't hear you, mate. Wes, you've got to speak a little bit louder, Wes. I can't hear you. Wes? You've got to speak louder, mate. I can't hear you. It's mainly because my fader is down to a third of the way up. Um, so if, if you want to be heard, you've got to speak a little bit louder, buddy. Okay, well, my fader's down, so not quite sure where that leaves us.
prefer James Whale. James Whale's a brilliant presenter, but yet you still listen to this show and you phone this show. You've not phoned James Whale, you phone this show. So I was thinking, that's weird that you're now listening to and phoning <laughs> to shows that you don't really like. God, I, you're thick. It, 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 it took one call to get through, mate. Yeah, one yeah call, because we, we want a big queue. It's yeah. Well, and there's no there's, there's no queue for James's show either. I know because this is a show where we accept anybody, even scumbags. Well, honestly, I'm gonna can I download this because this this will this will give me. No, so you much can't. You, you can't download this because this ain't going in the podcast because you're scum. Oh, it's not going in the podcast because I'm scum. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your oh, call, well, Scumbag. Anyway. Okay, thanks so much for your call, Scumbag. Okay, enjoy thanks so much for your, for your call. I really appreciate it. That is what is wrong with Britain. That is Brexit. That phone call there was Brexit. We just had a phone call from Brexit. And boy, oh boy, it sounded dark, didn't it? How can it? someone who looks down on others so much accuse you of being in an ivory tower? He's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Good evening. Good evening. You're not, Dave, you're not on speakerphone, are you? No. Uh, and I've got the phone to my ear all. Okay, so, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm happy. <laughs> okay, Dave. I, I'm Dave the Artist. Oh, hello, Dave. And I'd like, I'd like to be a reporter. Sorry? Well, go to reporting school. Uh, no, I've forgotten what you call it. What were you calling it? Not reporter. Um. Um. um hmm. Oh, God. Tell mm. me here, I'm losing the plot. Okay. <laughs> you mean a correspondent? That's a bloke. Well, what do you want to be the correspondent for? Art. <sighs> Art's so boring, but, though, isn't but, it? But I'll, I'll, I'll narrow that down oh. a lot. Yes. Not theatre. Yeah. Not theatre. Not theatre, not theatre. No. <clears throat> not a film. Not film. Not contemporary why don't, art. Why don't you tell us what it is instead of what it's not? Okay. Anything that you find at the Royal Academy? Right, sorry? Anything? So, anything that you find at the Royal Academy of for, Art. For example? For example, I'm looking at it now and we've got stuff... You will uh, not find your penis at the Royal Academy? No, definitely not. Well, I don't know, you might do. Maybe do. In her you never know, you never know. You never know if he chops your willy off and puts it in formaldehyde, it uh, could be there. Damien Hurst has stuff. Something to scare stuff, the kids. Stuff, you know. yes. I'm looking at the moment, I'm looking at somebody's hand and somebody's head. So. Okay, okay. So. That's not weird at all. <laughs> um, no, no. Not, not in my world, no. I don't know what, I've not been to the Royal Academy for ages, so what would you see, what, what, what? 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 I'll just, I'll just report on anything you want me to do in the art world. No, but hang on a minute. Now you're changing. It doesn't work like that. All right. Tell me. You, no, if you don't, if you have to be told, you have to feel it. Listen, these are the other correspondents we've got, right? Nelly oh, Yeah, is... I know what you've got. What have we got? I can't remember. Tell well, me. Well, that, well <laughs> then, maybe, <laughs> then maybe let me go through this list and you'll see why yours doesn't fit. I put a punctuation. Mark there. Right. So, so far we've... Situation. Shut up. This, this conversation's definitely more lively than the last one. Well, uh, well, well, okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, so far we've got Nelly, who's our Lighthouses correspondent. Sophie, who is our Solo Holidays slash Swinging correspondent. And the word slash is there deliberately. Yeah. Adam, who's our Psychic Car correspondent. Craig is Missed Opportunities. Ollie is Mars. Danny is Twitter. The other Ollie is Are You Being Served? Catherine is um, spooky. 
Alistair is watching films on Netflix that nobody else watches. Lely is uh, karaoke. Um, and Gareth is half assed political. So art is... Uh, I'll do the art that nobody else likes. Okay, we're getting... Uh, we're getting close, we're getting close. For example... I'm uh, looking at Damien Hurst here. I love Damien Hurst. I think he's a genius. Himself. I love Damien Hurst. He's got himself inside a rosette. Right, I love Somebody. it. I love it, but that's art that I like. Why it's so vague, isn't it? So you like it, but somebody else. But you've said that. No, but you've said that nobody else likes. I like Damien Hurst. I think he's funny. Well, he, well, the clipper in formaldehyde's not very good, is it? I think it's funny. I think it's funny that he can yeah. cut a sheep in half and put it in a massive case filled with like formaldehyde, and people will pay millions of pounds for it. I think that's the, oh, the yeah, greatest yeah, joke yeah. in the world. I love it. I'd like, I'd like to do that, but never mind. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Actually, it's just come up on my computer. Yeah. So, it's a bit open-ended, this art thing, isn't it, really? Exactly, and that's why it's, it doesn't work. We need something can't more specific. Art be nailed down, really, because art could be a pile of bricks or... Well, if you were the correspondent for art that is a pile of bricks, then we're talking. No, we're, that's, a, that's, that's a gig. Actually, that I can do. Okay, so... Yeah, thinking about it. Hang on, the hang on, art. hang on a second, hang on a second. We've got a brand new correspondent. It's the correspondent for art that's a pile of bricks. His name is... Dave. Okay, do you want to give us your first report now? Here we go. No. Here's our first correspondent update from our correspondent who's into... Art that's a pile of bricks. His name? Dave. Dave. Over to you, Dave. I visited a well-known building site this afternoon, and it was, um, strewn, festooned with, with artwork of various different shapes, colours, textures. That was great. That was the debut correspondent update from Art That Is A Pile Of Bricks. Thanks to... Dave. Why did none of my sentences make <laughs> grammatical sense there? Art. It's Art. Thank you for that, Dave. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Yeah, sure, why not? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Kath, what you got for us? Oh, so many things. Actually, so, Excuse me, that's not me, that's not me, that's um, illness. Is that my new top, by the way? Yes, very nice. I'm going for that, I don't like the pocket, but I got, I'm going for the granddad collars a There's lot There's nothing now. offensive about the pocket, it's yeah. fine. It's nice, it's nice, just got it from, got it from, uh, thing. Yeah, that's a shop. Good. Uh, okay, where you go? Man quits his job after being outed as Australia's notorious poo jogger. You're not going to tell us about Tom Jones having a table where he humped fans? It was a really, it was an old, it was okay. a story from May, and they, I don't know why they're doing that. From Theresa May, wow. <laughs> 
She's still our Prime Minister. <laughs> is she, though? <laughs> yeah, she is. Gosh. She is until July the 22nd or 23rd, I think it is. Oh, right. She's still our Prime Minister. She's got to do one... She'll do, like, a last question, Prime Minister's question. Oh, I wish she'd uh, just tell uh, them to go F yeah. themselves. But this is the exciting thing, right? This is what could apparently happen, right? So I think the, the the winner gets announced on the twenty first or something. Then she does her last question times. Then she goes to the Queen on the twenty second, I think, uh-huh. and says, "I want to." I think this Jeremy Hunt it will be because Boris Johnson's going to pull out. Should be the thing. And then what they're suggesting might happen is on the Thursday of that week, Labour call a vote of no confidence uh-huh. in the government, and then it could all kick off. Wow. Then then it's then you got your old uh, general, general erection. A man accused of serially pooing in public has quit his job after a photographer caught him relieving himself on a suburban Brisbane street. Aye. The man, named as Andrew Douglas McIntosh, was dubbed the poo jogger after a story in Australia's Courier Mail which pictured the former manager supposedly defecating in public. Defecating? I mean, there's no supposedly about it. There he is with his bum pixelated. We don't see, well, no, we don't see any faecal matter leaving the... Very toilet-based This the last couple of weeks on this show. Who is he? Who is this man? Shall I continue? Yeah, please do. Okay. So uh, I'll see if I can find some appropriate music. Okay. Uh, here it is. Uh, with his, according to local reports... Oh, here we go. Uh, sorry. Oh, hang on. This music could be good. Hang on. Oh. Sorry. This is... Oh! Binaural beats uh-huh. for healing constipation. Daily, this is brown noise. Brown noise. Daily listening to this session twice a day or whenever you are doing your <laughs> deed... Oh. will help you get rid of your condition. Have plenty of warm water and it will make it easier. So don't listen to this at home because it might make you poo. Here we go. Let's, let's go. This is poo music. Macintosh was photographed holding toilet paper outside the Logan Road block on May 11th and has been charged with one count of public nuisance. It's alleged that he fouled the private footpath of an appointment block near his Green Slopes Brisbane home 30 times over the last year. According to local reports, the regularity of Macintosh's movements proved to be his undoing, with the residents setting up cameras to catch him in the act. With his reputation seemingly in the toilet, Macintosh has since stepped down from his job as a quality care manager at Aveo, a company that runs retirement villages. Why would he do it? Aveo later confirmed his resignation as pictures of Macintosh mid-motion went viral. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, he's also on Brisbane City Council's Inclusive Brisbane Board, which advises on community issues associated with development and planning. It's got to be a, it's got, it's got to be a sex thing. It's got to be. 30 times. Well, the apparently he's jogging, but, I mean, go before you go out. It's not known if he's also stepped down from that position. Um, uh, here we go. So, yeah, that's the thing. 30 times. And it was happening so regularly, they managed to set up a camera and catch him in the act. What do you reckon to that, George? Well, it's a bit lavatorial. Well, um, we all do it. Even the Queen takes a dump every now and then. Not on the yeah. pavement. Yeah. But if she, if she did, we would pretend we hadn't seen it. So and, scoop it uh, up. I want to... I'm aspiring to become the, the rhyme minister. Mm. I've got all sorts of rhymes going on yeah. in, in my head. And... Um, I wonder if I could be a correspondent. Is that possible? Depends what correspondent you'd like to be. I'd like to be the Bible correspondent. No, no, no. No? No, it's boring. It's not boring. It is boring. 
it's exciting. Bible's, Bible's I, I, well boring. I find it exciting. Bible's well boring, isn't it? You're old, though. I'm young. Bible's boring. No, not not Got, now that I've I've exclusively <coughs> linked myself to a biblical prophecy on talk radio. It's, it's, Was this uh, in a previous phone call? Sorry? Was this in a previous phone call? To you? To anyone? No, the last call, the last call we, we, we had. It's, uh, it, it's a really mystical story. And it's a wonderful story. And I, I can't get a newspaper. I, no, of course you can't, because it's boring. I worry, George, I worry, right? I worry that you are, you becoming more bizarre as these phone calls go on. And I genuinely worry that I'm somehow enabling or mocking or somethinging a, a genuine mental illness. No, that's, uh, that's, that's really silly of you. No, it's say. not silly. It's caring. It's I've actually had, it's caring I've and loving. In, I've had information that I want to share since 1970. And that's what... And it, I've, it, I've, it, been it, going, I've been going along with this for a long time, but it's getting more... It's not silly, actually. It's really caring. I've been going along with this, and it's getting more and more bizarre. And I, I, I wonder, and you'll say, of course, you won't, um, just as Dwayne Hoover would in, in Breakfast of Champions. I wonder if there is some kind of mental illness going on that perhaps I'm somehow feeding. No, it's you that has the mental Ill 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 illness, not me. It's, it's, uh, okay. It, it, you could, but you could both have it. Yeah. Sorry? You could both no, have no, it. It's not, it's not kind of it's one not like person gets of it and the other one doesn't. I'm aware of what I was made to experience back in 1976, Ian. You, you are aware of what you think happened in 1976. No, I know exactly what happened. You are, the, the, the brain cannot tell the difference between the real and the vividly imagined experience. It's such a silly thing to say. No, it's a fact. It's, it's a fact. No, it's, it's, not it's a fact. It's a fact. It's, it's a fact. The brain cannot tell between the real and the vividly imagined experience. The brain is so good at imagining things, it can convince people they are real. Why do you think some people go out and, and murder, and then they say, oh, God told me to do it? Because they believe that God has told them to do it. Yes, they've heard a voice in their And head they believe it, and it's vividly imagined, but they believe it. Not imagined. They've experienced a voice in their They've head imagined it. No, there, there is no, 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 no. There is, there, there is. They have imagined a voice in their head. There is no, not literally. If you were that, to put, if you were to put, no, it's not, George. What you're saying is silly. If you were to put a stethoscope up to their head, you would not hear the voice because the voice doesn't exist. The voice you are hearing in your heads. When I, when I, the voice, my conscience, my voice, I hear in my head. I imagine it. It's not a r loud, real voice. It's imagined. No. Yeah, it is. It really isn't. Well, I mean, we can keep having this argument, but but you're you're so so wrong on this. I'm not wrong at all. You are, and you keep spouting it, and I, I, it's just dawning on me that I am perhaps in some way, and contributing to the the um, mental failings of you. It's a great biblical prophecy. How many of your prophecies have come true? I'm an apprentice prophet. Right, but that's, that, now you're just talking bollocks, right? No, I'm not. Well, so none have come true? Yes. Name yes. one. Tell me one that's come true. There was one that, that blew Peter Cook's mind uh, in 1985. Right, what was it? Um, there was a, 
snooker final going on between... And you predicted the winner of the snooker. I mean, that's not... No, that's no, not... no, it's, 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 it, was, it was much more dramatic. OK, well, tell that. me then, quickly. I said to Peter, in, in the morning of the match, I said, this match is going to go to the last frame. Yeah. And Dennis Taylor will win... On so, the, on, so you predicted the winning uh, uh, the winner uh, of the snooker. On. You predicted the winner let of the snooker. Finish, let me finish. The, but you, I'm just doing I'm just doing my script. You predicted the winner of the snooker. I predicted that he would win on the black ball. But people, in, in the last frame, sportsmen predict the, the, and, the sports and it, gamblers. And it would be the only time in the whole match that he would have been ahead, and that's exactly what happened. And it blew Peter's mind. <laughs> And, and for some months, Peter really thought I, w I was a prophet. Right, so, okay, so, so you told to a, a notorious drunk uh, something, and he believed you are a prophet. But gamblers bet on specifics of sport. Okay, okay, so you got that one prediction right, yeah? Yes. How many predictions have you got wrong? Um... I, I've got things wrong by putting a time on the thing. No, 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 no. How many predictions have you got wrong? How many times did you say, I think the snooker's going to win tonight and Steve Davis is going to win and, and he's going to win potting the pink and it didn't happen? How many times did you say, I think this football match is going to win, uh, it's going to win 5 0 and it was 3 2? How many times have you got things wrong? Lot, lot, lots. There we go. There we go. There we go. Where do we go? There we go. We go there. What? You got one. You were lucky and you got one thing right once in, in the last 40 years, 50 years. That's it? No, I've got many things right. Well, give, me a, give, me a, give me a second example. Give you a, a second example of the many things you have predicted and got right. Well, well being a gambler, I, 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 I've predicted things to... to You're a gambler? To, Gamble on and, and, right. and gamble on sports, football. I, right. I, okay, I, so I, you so you won some bets, and that you're, you're you winning some bets is proof that you are you can predict the future. No, I've been made to suppose that I've been shown the future. I don't know that I've been shown no, the you future. Haven't. You haven't. I suppose that I have, and it and it all fits in with okay. biblical prophecies that relate to the people of the islands and we are the people of, okay. the, of right. the islands and 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 uh, it's very mystical and and i uh, had a dream i had a dream when i was um, younger that i was in a car crash yeah like quite a severe car crash and earlier this year i was in a really severe car crash yes so i predicted the car crash um, I don't, I don't see how how you come to that conclusion. Oh, sorry. So me seeing myself in a car crash, then several years later, me being in a car crash—that's not a prediction. But the stuff that you predict when it happens years later, that is a prediction. Could you explain the difference, George? I don't quite get it. You're talking about dreams. I, 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 in 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 those uh, five months of mystical experiences, I, I had m many 
Uh, very why is my uh, prediction different? Why is my prediction not a prediction? I'm guessing it's a coincidence, but your prediction. There's no such thing as coincidence. Okay, so why is my example not a prediction, and yours are predictions? It, it, it's not it, that old Rainbow George arrogance creeping in again, is it? No, you didn't go around saying I'm going to be in the car crash. He did. You did. You he didn't did. I did. Did he? Yeah, yeah he did. He did. Ever since I've known him, he said, "I think I'm going to be in a car crash when I'm 45." So. Is that a prediction? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm psychic as well? No, you were made to, to suppose that, and, and, and you did suppose Or it is it self-fulfilling prophecy? Or is it, I don't know, a coincidence? I'm just aware that everything is preordained and we are all actors. But you don't know, it, it may well be, it may well be, there's a very strong argument by some psychologists that we have no free will, right? There's a very strong argument. No, we can will to do anything. But no, well, if, hang on, if it's preordained, then we can't will to do anything. You're contradicting yes, we yourself. Can. Well, we then we... it's not preordained. How do you mean? Right. If it's preordained, we cannot control things. If we can control things, it's not preordained. That's, that's pretty obvious. I don't quite follow No, that. I know you don't, because you're talking bollocks, and you don't listen to anyone else, no, and you don't I'm, question I'm, everything. I'm listening. I'm, I'm if we can control th If we can control our destiny, how can everything be preordained? We are being controlled to play the part. Right. The, the, so the, the, do the, we have the, any the, control or not over what we do and our futures? No. Well, then, well, then it's... What, whatever will be, will be. Right, so we have no control. So, so choice is an illusion. But so, yeah, we, this we is what I'm will. just saying. So we have no control. No, but we can will to do anything. It doesn't mean that oh, we're going to be able George, to do it. George, you, uh, honestly, mate, you're, 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 you're even more rambling than normal. I'm not rambling. I'm, I'm being okay. very clear. No, <laughs> nobody... You, you can everybody, will to do anything. Every, everybody, everybody thinks you're rambling. You're, you're being they? clear to you. Yeah, they do, man. They do. <laughs> they do. But you won't listen because you don't listen to me. You never take anything on board. I take everything on board. Oh, board, you don't. I do, but you, 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 you don't. Uh, I am a, a genuine mystic, and I, and I do suppose that that I was auditioned to play the part of the spirit of truth okay and and uh maybe i am i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see how it turns out okay all right george thanks for the call thank you oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand does anyone feel like they need to do a poo yet this is this music is supposed to loosen the bowels Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, Even the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee, the late-night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine. What are you doing? Sneezing. Well, stop it. It's rude. I've stopped. Bless you. Thanks. Um, uh, I, I don't honestly. I, I don't know what to think about George. I don't know. Are we encouraging? So is it harmless? Is it encouraging something? I mean, it's... I don't feel like we're getting anywhere, and I don't know whether it's doing any anyone any good. I, I quite enjoy the contretemps. Did I use contretemps in the correct term? 
to act phrase. What does contretemps mean? It's more like a, a contretemps is like a disagreement, isn't it? Yeah, was a con, well, that was a contretemps. Yeah. Then that was a contretemps. Contretemps. Feel tonight's show. Some good, with some good bits. Johnny Eccles was great. It's been a little bit more beef than we expected tonight. Um, that guy, uh, Wes, tweeted me, and I just muted him straight away. I couldn't be bothered, but Wes is not his real name. Wow. Um, his arrogance and his um, his condescension was real, but I just thought, I can't be bothered. Muted, mate. Muted. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we've... Um, I don't know if we've, if we've delivered what the public wanted. Um, let's, let's do a Periscope love bomb. I'm, right. a, I'm in the mood for that. Let's, let's, do, let's do something. We've got the last 20 minutes of the show. Let's find someone. Right, guys, everyone get on Periscope. I'm going to find somebody and we are going to... Oh, that's the brown gonna noise. going to give them the brown noise. And we works. are going to uh, Periscope.tv. I'm going to find someone when I tell you who it is. Only when I tell you to go, we're all going to jump on board and we are going to send them some love. But only... When I say that we need to do it, okay? So we all go in at once and we um, we have a little look. Right, so let's go to the United Kingdom. Is there anybody live? Now, is red live or is blue live? Uh, red is live. Uh, okay, right, so let's go up to Manchester. Manchester. Um, you've got to be careful. I don't want any swears. Um, don't want that. Okay, let's have a little look. I'm just going to find some people. Who is this? Let's see what we got here. Let's just see what we got here. Um, let's see. Is there anything going on here? I don't even know where I put my headphones. How do you activate it? She's trying to activate the camera. This could I don't be good. Know how you activate it? How do you do that? This could be good. How do you do that? Oh. You don't have to tell me how to do it. <laughs> I thought you can do it. I thought, like, you know... This could be good. I Do thought you can do it. This could be good. All right. I'm pretty sure I sorted, sorted my... No. I'm pretty sure I sorted my um, thing out. So don't worry. Lainly. Lainly. You're very famous, isn't you? Sorry? She said Lane Lee. Lane Lee. No. Okay. Hang on. She said you're very famous. Montana. Right, we're going in. Got two viewers. No no picture. This could be this could be the thing. Um <clears throat> Right. Uh I don't I don't understand what you're saying, mate. Someone's telling her. Don't tell her. Someone's telling her. Oh she is it ended? It's ended. Oh flipping heck. It ended. All right. Well, that was a, okay. All right. All right. All right. Don't panic, Mister Mannering. Don't panic. Um. Okay. Okay. This could be good. This could be good. This might be sweary. Who's on love? Three M. Who's Trina? They're going to make moves in a bit. No, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm dubious. I'm dubious. Here we go. Uh, well, that's got 47. Who's this with 47? Oh, okay, they just switched it off. Okay. All right. So bear with me. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Bear with me. Mm, is that you, my G? Yes, my screenshot, Mario. 
<laughs> okay. I'm not sure what's going on here. Stay with me. We'll find something. Who's this? Who's this? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Got there just in time. Got there just in time. Um, all right, stay with me. So what we're going to do, do you want to explain what we're doing, Catherine, right, for those so who... Think Periscope more? is an app where people can broadcast themselves. So there's people up and down the country at, you know, quarter to one in the morning broadcasting and normally they're just talking to maybe a couple of friends but they might be talking to strangers across the world right um so what we're going to do is try and find someone who isn't swearing but who's um online now and who's having a little chat and who's not expecting a load of really well-meaning warm individuals to go into their periscope feed and uh, tell them that they're brilliant basically well, here's a that's the plan. Here's a great feed, but there's no one monitoring it. Clyde River View, but it's been kind of dark. Um, let's have a little look. This this doesn't always work, and it takes a bit of time to find the right person. Um, and um, I don't. There's not that many people in the UK at the moment. Let's try here. Um, who's this? Um, okay, who's this? Who's this? Cruelty free. I'm just saying, um, like, that that cream, when they made that cream, uh-huh. yes, no animals were te- That cream wasn't specifically tested on any animal, but the individual ingredients that make up that cream... That was already tested by a company. To right, if we go in here, everyone's got to be nice. Yeah. Don't, e- don't. Everyone's got to be nice. Right. I'm going to share the broadcast now. They're tested. Maybe not every single one of them, like sunflower. Here we go. I've just tweeted it. I just need to see what his... Javier underscore 2196. So go to periscope.tv, Javier, J A V I E R underscore 2196. Periscope.tv um, slash Javier, J A V I E R underscore. 2196. Be nice. It's gone, gone from 7 up to 24. Wow. I don't know how or why, but it causes tumours apparently. I mean, it's, okay, all right, okay. 35. Here we go. Javier underscore 2196. Can you boost this up a little bit, please, Sam? It's a bit quiet. You've got a famous person you skill. Yeah. That's why my viewers are going up. Are you gay gassed? Okay, this is really weird because we I clicked on his profile and his profile isn't loading. His profile's loading for me and he's got, he's got 53,000 followers. That's me they're talking about. 80. And, um, I wonder what he got... did to do that, to get that. <laughs> his scopes are I there. Did. His I'm a celebrity. Like... They're like mine. What's he doing? He's I did, just... I'm a celebrity. Uh, he's just sat in a car. He just... Over a hundred. Here we go. Like he's just talking. You're a celebrity. Call me if I don't know you. He does a lot of chit chats. (laughs) (laughs) Some people ask him to join the call, but let's see that nothing too weird happens. Oh my goodness! Look at it. I did. I'm a celebrity. You're on my. Now this is getting a bit awkward. Radio show, right now. Uh, www. um, You're from. Get me out of here. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, you're, you're being love bombed. Hi, guys. 122. I'm going to ask if I can join the phone Very call. Cool. How are you? I'm going to ask to okay, join. No, this is a bit creepy. Don't be creeped out, brother. You can't hear me now. I'm joining. I'm joining. Let me check. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm joining. Okay, hey. hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm, I'm good. Don't, please don't be freaked out. This is not meant in any way to be freaky. We are Periscope yeah. love bombing you on our radio show. Um, so please don't swear, but you're on the radio. We just wanted to, this is not freaky, this is not in any way trolling or mean. We just saw that you were streaming and that you had a few viewers and I've invited some of my listeners to come over and just, you know, send you positive vibes, brother. That's all it is. Thanks. It's, it's not the first time that's happened to me. First no. time was with uh, Habiba. Who's Habiba? Yeah. Habiba the Silver, the, you know, you know her, Armina, right? Oh, I know her. Wow. Yeah. I don't know her. Who's that? Hey, what's up, man? Make makeup person. Hey. hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Radio guys, what's up? Do you know this guy? Yeah. He does. He does. Yep. I'm yeah, cool, he was man. rude to me today. Who me? Yeah. Don't be rude. So, so I'm sorry, darling. Uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, guys, follow my periscope, all right? Amala, follow it, guys. All right, radio guys, follow it. Don't follow so, it, um, Ian. Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, you're a writer. <laughs> I'm not a writer. Is he a writer? No, it says that on your Wikipedia page. Oh, does it? You're a writer. I'm not really. I'm a, I'm a, I've done some TV. I did I'm a Celebrity a couple of years ago. I'm a, I'm a radio host. I'm, a, I'm here with my friend Catherine and Hello. we're on talk radio. We do a late night kind of nice. Hey, what's up, Catherine? <laughs> what? What's up, Catherine? You all right? Oh, yeah. I could do a shout out right now. <laughs> do, do sh hey, listen, man. You're on the air right now. Shout out okay. to whoever you want. It's all across the country. Okay. Shout out A Marla, all right? No, shut Subscribe up. To shut up. My, <laughs> shut <laughs> up, man. Like this is his turn. <laughs> Go on, have you? Um so yeah, so my, my brand name and my sorry, my brand hasn't launched yet. Oh. But it will be called um I've got the domain name, but the website isn't live. It's called Maysoon. M A Y S O O N. And what is your so what is your brand? What is it? Clothes? No, it's uh, skincare and hair care products. Oh, um, which I make myself. Yeah. Ah, we joined you halfway through as you were talking about the tested, not tested on animals thing. So, what what makes you want to do this, man? Um. Well, I'm into um like a lot of experimental science. Wow. Um. So mm -hmm. anything that I can really get my hands on, I'm just interested in. What yeah. do you mean by experimental science? Isn't all science experimental? Yes, uh, but a lot, like, um, I wasn't particularly interested in studying science in school because most of it was theory and I was quite bored. It, w it didn't seem practical to me. Yeah. So I like, I like learning science as I go along doing the practical stuff. Okay. Yeah. And this is one of those things that, you know, is you can make a business out of and okay. also learn science. Okay. Hey, listen, time. man. I'm going to wish you the best of luck. Thank you for being a good sport, uh, and I hope it didn't freak you out too much. Enjoy the rest right. of your evening. Shut me up, Shut up! Shut your face! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Right, okay. Um, Roger's put me in, in, in uh, on uh, the hunt for someone uh, someone else. Who, who that, I like that guy. It was nice, but we're going to try one more one more person. Hang on a second. Uh, let me just try. It's everyone out, right? Everybody, everybody, get out now, guys. Everybody, get out. I liked him. It was a little dry, but I liked him. But someone. Um, here we go. Here we go. We're just going to go straight in. We're going straight in. Acoustic Nikki. 
N-I-C-K-I. We're just going to jump. Is she live? Yeah, she's live. Acoustic Nikki. So, Acoustic Nikki. N-I-C-K-I. A-C-O-U-S-T-I-C-N-I-C-K-I. Join www.periscope.tv slash acoustic Nikki for another love bomb. Let's go. Let's go. She's got 18 viewers. Let's get it up over 100 in the last couple of minutes of the show. She's playing guitar. It looks like she's in a venue. I don't know if she's in a venue. I can hear people, can't you? Yeah. All come, talking while she's singing. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's go and put, get, send her some love. She, pe- pe- No one's listening to her. Acoustic Nikki, N-I-C-K-I. Let's go. She's singing The Cure. Periscope.tv slash Acoustic Nikki. Let's go. Let us go and make her evening. She's got 48. She's up from 17 to 48. Come on, guys. Let's get her over 100 and let's listen to what she's doing. 64. Oh, come on, guys. I saw a Lolita. Come on. Right, I'm telling you, you're live on talkradio.co.uk. We are listening, even if the room isn't. Seventy-nine. Let's go higher. No one's applauding. No one's listening. Hi, how are you? Do you sing any Billy Joel? Oh. Sure. This is incredible. For the longest time, for a while, I don't do a whole lot. I do a matter of trust. I do. Ninety-two. This is great. Bon Jovi. Any Bon Jovi? Any Bon Jovi? Dear God. They can ask of a free bird next. You're welcome. Any Neil Diamond. You're live on UK radio right now. Lanely. I'm live on UK radio right now. Well, that's pretty cool. Do you guys have any requests? We're really enjoying it. I don't know who you are, but I guess I'm going to have to look you up. Thank you. Well, love to you, UK. She's nice. We got it up to... Come in, Paul. I don't know. You guys were a little overwhelming. We're joining a live Periscope feed. (laughs) (laughs) She had 17 viewers. No one in the room is listening to her. We've got her up to 142 viewers. Uh, I'm on fire. Lovely voice she's got as well. She's great. She's playing. She's playing her heart out. Listen. She's paying her dues, man. No one's you're paying her dues. No one's listening. No one's listening. We are though. 
Oh, I love her. Paul, we'll have her in the background if you don't mind. This is Acoustic Nikki, guys. N-I-C-K-I. Go and have a little look. And have you hit 100 nice. yet for her? Huh? Have you hit 100 yet for her? 130, We're yeah. 132 right now. Brilliant stuff. What is on your show tonight, Paul? Uh, a mixed bag tonight. We've got oysters returning to the River Thames. Oh. We've got uh, a weird way of solving the problem facing frogs. 40% of the world's reptiles are under threat. We might have an answer for you. Oh. And also, a rather somber one. 33 years, th 33 years ago next month, Susie Lampu disappeared. I was reading. I'm um, a fascinating case. And we've got the detective inspector, retired David Vidsett from Scotland Yard, who has a new theory about what may have happened to her, I, and he thinks actually the police have been pursuing the wrong suspect for over three decades. Without spoiler spoiler alerting too much, that the Mr. Kipper thing might be slightly misleading. Is that, that that's the theory? That's isn't right, it? because that was largely circumstantial, if not completely. And the one thing I hadn't realised was, and it's a case I've kind of covered over the years. I used to do a true crime appeals program. Yeah, was and we found out a few years back that. The, the set of keys for the flat that she was meant to be showing people around was back at the estate agents. Yeah. And there was never a second set. Oh. So what actually happened? So we've got some thoughts on that coming up. It should be fascinating. Some, some story, man. That's some story. Thank you, Paul. Oh, and Josh Rom, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, well, okay. You can't win them all. He'll be great. We're going to finish on Acoustic Nicky, if that's okay. Um, so go and send us some love. I'm going to shut up. We're going to listen, even though the room she's in aren't. We're back tonight at 10. Paul is up next. Let's have some Acoustic Nicky. If you can turn our mic. She's on the 